When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We are live on a Tuesday. Top five answers on the board. Oh, jeez. Now, look, yesterday we had a tweet that took the world by storm, and I was actually on the air doing the show on iHeartRadio here in Philadelphia, the Gambler, Fox Sports Radio, the Gambler, and saw this tweet come live. Shameless plug, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. Well, look, all three of us are on that radio station. I know. It's all three of us. (laughs) And both of you have been on my show including Barrett last night, and we've promoted the hell out of this show. Oh, so yeah, you, Barrett was you, on last you night? Had to. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, you know, he pulled the friend card real early, didn't he? Uh-huh. No, I wow. pulled it with Harry. So, <laughs> so what was the discussion? It was all Eagles, Eagles, Eagles all around? Yep. Yes, unfortunately. <laughs> Absolutely that. He we crushed it, a little man. bit about it. Well, I also I, I explained to him how different that show is and even the imaging that opens up my show specifically mm-hmm. says we don't care if you win or lose just cover the spread so <laughs> it's a completely different mentality for two days or two hours out of the day three days a week for me right that, that's no, kind of your, been your mentality it's kind right, of led yeah. into your regular life that's like you know, it's not an alter ego that's actually who you are now your mm-hmm. alter ego is is when you're not talking about it well, that I blame the Philadelphia Eagles I haven't <laughs> felt a loss all year have you now think about it I and, and this is completely off of what you guys just said about how this has morphed into who I am. And, and I wonder if, if it's been this way at all for either one of you. And both all three of us are looking at it from, you know, we, we're hosts, analyst, former player, whatever you have. I haven't felt as a fan. This was my first love as a kid. The, the first team that I was told to love grew up with them. Like, we all now have a, a, an association with the team, all different in, in our own regard here, the three of us. I haven't felt a loss all year. Have you? No. Yeah, yeah I have. Because no, I, I haven't. Get, I, yeah. get too, I get too emotionally invested in watching the games, and, that, and that's my problem because I, I, I want them to win. That, that's a you problem. Yeah, but right, right. Yeah. It's me. It's that's me. what I'm saying, though, Barrett, is that we all three of us want this team to win as fans and as a former player and as people who have been in this city for 10, 15, 20, 30, 40 years. We all love this team. And I think for the first time since Chip Kelly was coach, losses just bounced right off me this year. Yeah, it's because I don't really like this team. Like I grew to dislike the Chip Kelly era, and it's, I think that's yeah. why. You're, you're right, Harry. Yeah. You're right. I mean, it's it's one of those things where um, the expectation is now 
to not expect anything good. And and mm-hmm. I, I haven't felt that way in a long time about an Eagles team, uh, considering the fact, you know, that look, I had high expectations going into this season. Me too. You know, from what I saw, um, the possibilities that they could have. And, you know, I, 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 could, can I really chalk this up? I really can't because everybody can say, oh, this is COVID. You know, everybody. Now really everybody's dealing with COVID. That, right. I don't. I don't think the Eagles are dealing any more with COVID than anybody else. Look at there what the is. Baltimore yep. Ravens are going through this week with exactly. COVID. They've got the Pittsburgh Steelers on deck and could be without their their top two running backs. Oh, and that's are. what it is. Yeah. yeah, those guys are out. They're out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, yes, Ingram and Dobbins. Dobbins. So you look at it, and, and that's one of those games. You, you were talking about the line yesterday. Mm-hmm. That's one of those games, man. That. I don't think the line. I don't think those guys being out. I'm, this is a this is a a, a you know a, a inner division real rivalry. This is probably the second best rivalry, uh, you know, that I've played in or been a part of. What's the know, biggest? Eagles Dallas. You think so? Yeah, because I think for me Pittsburgh, it is. Pittsburgh and the Ravens has passed Eagles Dallas well, for me. It it has it has. Yeah. I, will, I will say yeah, you, you're right. Yeah. But since I you know I you know, get paid down here. Right. Uh, well, across the state now, you know, I, I tend to lean towards the, you know, that where I'm reaping the most benefits from. Right. Yeah. But, but to be fair, Dallas doesn't see that rivalry the same way as we do. That's my point. That is that, right. that exactly right. They don't think of us the way we think of them. The they say that. Yeah. They say that. Oh yeah. No, no, uh, no. They say that. Is that fake they, news? Oh, it's real fake news, man. They <laughs> hate us just as much as we hate there. them. Oh, that that may be the case, but there's no Eagles week down there on the radio. There's no looking at this team. Here's why. The biggest difference is because there aren't a group of Eagles fans that live down there. There are a bunch of Cowboys fans all around this area, this region that live here and that constantly infiltrate conversations. So as a result, the barriers have been raised. The defenses have been raised. And now it's a constant discussion. Now, it doesn't mean that players don't hate each other and that people on the Cowboys don't hate people on the Eagles, vice versa. I'm just saying as far as like building up to those games, it just it doesn't feel like it's reciprocated the same way, especially if you start to look at the media and all down there. Well, you you can damn well guarantee that their players hate us just as much as we hate them. And, you know, it, it's almost to the point that, you know, you really don't kick it with guys that that play for Dallas. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just from the experiences I've had. Right. You know, even guys that go down there to play for them after they play for the Eagles sit, tend to, you know, still hold their allegiance up here. With Jacob Media. And you, my friend, are caught in the middle. The middle starts now, starts now on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Home loans that fit your life. Rocket Can. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Welcome in. It's a Tuesday. We had a good game last night. Got to round out the week in the NFL. It's trade day in the NBA. And we're all anticipating a major move here in Philadelphia with one of their young superstars because one of those young superstars' sister told us to expect something on Twitter. So who are we to ignore the smoke signals in the air by any means? Alongside Barrett Brooks, Harry Mays, Aton Shander, the three of us, 
Ben Simmons. Three hours. Yes, Ben Simmons. Look at him. Yeah, it could be the last time we have him in a uniform today. Sixers uniform. His sister tweeted out, this is huge news. We'll get to this coming up when we have a couple of minutes to talk. But how much – now, let's look at this, Barrett, real quick. How much time in a pie chart do you think was allotted to the undoing versus Monday Night Football by Harry Mays last night? Because I'm going to say it was 100% – to zero undoing mm. and the Monday night game. Yeah, you, you, he was definitely invested in the undoing today. Oh, yeah. Last Absolutely. Night. I he, did, he was, but I, but I, I, then I couldn't go to sleep. I wasn't getting tired on the couch like I normally am. So I did flip the game on uh, until halftime. 17 Just 14, I believe it was. Just out of necessity, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, you didn't miss a, a terrible game by any means. Tom Brady, once again, finds a way to lose a football game. Mm-hmm. But there were a lot of good things that kind of surrounded both sides to it. And, man, I was wrong about the Rams coming into that game. Yeah, how about no that? Question. Good I defense. Rams would lay down, and it, that felt like a playoff game. Mm-hmm. We've well, seen you, know games. you know what's disheartening? When they showed the graphic of the playoff picture right now, and the Eagles are sitting there in the playoffs right now. Yeah. That's only temporary. Next, it's still yeah, Thursday. For the next 48 hours, right? You yeah, know? right. Right. <laughs> Thank goodness that'll change. Then and they'll be banished to the 13th slot where the Giants are right now. They'll be down there with New York. Can you imagine if Ron Rivera and that crumb Dan Snyder win this division? They'll be celebrating like they won the Super Bowl. We're back at three minutes. It's the middle of phillyvoice.com slash the middle in sports map radio. I mean, can you imagine that? By the Redskins? Yeah, they'll, they'll, I guarantee they'd hold a parade or something. Yeah, they probably should. There has been a lot of winning. There has been a lot of winning. Just like you said, the quarterback. Yeah. Right now, they have the best quarterback in the division. All right, now these guys on the, on the stream, Penguin AZ, Play Action Reel, telling us to go get our booze. Here's the deal, okay? You're getting fake news. The only thing that's getting shut down tomorrow until through Thanksgiving is bars and restaurants selling alcohol. Right. The state stores are open. You just can't okay? go inside and order a drink. In oh, the right. restaurant. Right. Right. I'm always pretty stacked up anyways. Bro. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, <laughs> what they're trying to do is destroy one of the biggest nights of the year for bars and restaurants, which is the night Thanksgiving Eve. Right. You know, because COVID. It's also, right. unfortunately, the night, one of two nights outside of the night before Halloween, where way too many people who shouldn't be out either legally or because they can't hold their liquor, mm-hmm. every single bar possible, and ruin it for the rest of us because there are check stops every half mile. Right. Like, yeah, it's like amateur night. Exactly. If, yeah. Forget COVID. That. These should be quarantined nights anyway. I, I agree. No, I agree. I want no parts of any place. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm telling you, I don't leave anyway. I, I, I live here and at a golf course. That's it. COVID has not done anything to me. That was my normal life. Same for me, too. Yeah, I got, yeah, I got too much to do at home anyways, man. I mean, yeah. way like, too much to do. Like, you know? I, I think Barrett and I are the only two, right? Because you'll go... Before COVID, how often were you at NBC? I would, I would go every day. I had every to go day. every day, Monday through yeah. Friday, and then on Sunday. But um, since COVID, I go there once uh, once during the work week, and mm-hmm. that's on Thursdays. 
and then I would go on Sundays with the game. Now, how and do you get there. around having to quarantine every time you go from New Jersey to PA, from PA to New Jersey? You don't, I, you don't need to. I, yeah, yeah, I just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. How stupid is that? Yeah. Right, exactly. For some reason, if you, if you show a card to the virus that says, no, I'm working. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The virus leaves you alone. Yeah. Right. right. If, you, if you pile in from West Virginia for a week. Right. To go to a shore house, right. you're dead. It's they, they just, they don't, nobody knows. Nobody has any idea. It's amazing. Uh, Patrick Mahomes says he'll slather his Thanksgiving turkey and ketchup. Are you ready for this? Oh, what man. is that? I'm out. I'm so out. What is that? Thanks. We got to get right. Will you see it? Hey, Ron. Ron's back? Yeah, Ron's back. Yeah, I'm here. Any chance you can get that commercial? Oh, we can't. Can we not play a State Farm commercial since it's Progressive Guest Line, or are we able to? Well, probably not. State Farm? No. You play it. What do you mean? Just don't do a progressive read. (laughs) No, I wanted to play the audio of Patrick Mahomes awkwardly asking. I'll go find it. All right. Fine. Thanks for that hookup on the insurance, Jake, from State Farm. This is The Middle He's such on an the Sports Matt Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Breaking news. This in an hour ago, according to TMZ, Patrick Mahomes says he'll slather his Thanksgiving turkey in ketchup, quote, you know me. Now that is an insult to anybody who has put hours of time and yeah. effort and sweat into preparing a turkey for a Thanksgiving dinner and to sit down and watch somebody massacre it yeah. by wiping even a drop of ketchup on it is an insult and should be a an immediate requirement they, for you to leave the house. You, you get expelled from my house if that happens. I don't care if it's the white meat, the dark meat. I don't care if you, you, the, your wife or whoever's cooks the dinner or whoever does it. And sometimes Barrett, Barrett, Barrett will probably cook. Barrett is, that, that, yeah. That's no doubt this happened. That's what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. You take out all the innards from the turkey and you put your stuffing in or whatever you do and you're, you're basting that that bird all day and some idiot takes a nice piece of meat and puts Heinz 57 all over it. Get the hell out of the house. You're blacklisted at that point. Yes. It's like the Twitter equivalent of mute slash block. Mm -hmm. I can't afford to bring you in my house again because you might make that same mistake. Right. Right. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm so much a chef to the point that even when I make my ribs Mm -hmm. and you want to go out or, or make my barbecue chicken, and sometimes my family asks me, "Hey, could you, uh, could you, uh, make sure you put barbecue sauce on it and, and right. cook it on the, on the, on the grill?" With bar- I, I don't even want to. Do- I want you to taste the flavor right. that I took time and effort and seasoning and 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 basted it and and, and and doing everything to make that just the best creation in the world. That's like putting like a one sauce on like a grade A fillet that you've you know you've cooked to perfection. Like, dude, taste the meat, will you? You're right. Just, you don't slather that in a one. That this this has to be an act. Like, I'm sorry. I, I need to see video evidence of Patrick Mahomes sitting down and ruining a Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, but do you think his girlfriend, is he married yet to her? No. Uh, sure. Okay. You, you remember her from the Super Bowl, right? With yeah, the videos. Yeah. Do you think she's actually cooking a turkey? No, but look, if it's maybe it's Mahomes' mom 
maybe it's his girlfriend's mom. Maybe it's somebody's, they're engaged. Thank you, Ron Comer. Maybe it's one of, like, maybe it's Mahomes' grandmother. Mm. You know, I mean, think about the insult. Does she have a Twitter feed? I just want to see, I'd like to see somebody record this and not just like, oh, here, take a bite. I want to see the carving of the turkey. Patrick Mahomes put his plate up, have the turkey on there, and then him go back and slather it like that awful State Farm commercial. And eat it. Yes, and eat it. Right. Right. This is not some fast food commercial where somebody takes a bite and chews until they say cut and then mm-hmm. spits it out. Yeah. Like, I want to see you eat and swallow that sucker. Exactly. Well, is, I mean, is it, when did it become a thing? You know, what, what's up with this and him and ketchup, man? I, I, to me, it's, it's, I, I mean, I don't, I didn't get it the first time I saw, it, I didn't get it. So I guess it's a thing now that he made it a thing. Does he, is he endorsed by Heinz or something? What's, I'm not sure. Possibly. I, I think, I think he is, but that came after that either. This was like some ridiculous ploy w- to get a sponsorship, which I don't think he, he really needed to. I mean, the guy's investing in a baseball team, but at the same time, because he came out and said something like this now, I think a ketchup company tried to track him down. Maybe there's some sort of endorsement, but th- this is ridiculous. This yeah, man, I, needs to die. You know, it probably started like in a locker room or something, you know, and he's, you know, just like you guys said, went to a restaurant with some guys and he put ketchup on it and it kind of, you know, pissed everybody else off. I, that that might be the case. He, you know, he's that, He's got an endorsement with Hunt's ketchup. Hunt's, Hunt's okay. Not even yeah. the real ketchup. It's the Bobo ketchup. Right, right. <laughs> what does that tell you? But now that's Mine not the same. That's not the same hunts that owned the Kansas City Chiefs, is it? Not Lamar Hunt. Right. Yeah. Is it? No. I think it is. I think they're family. I it think might they are be. Really? Oh, they're in a family. Yeah, they're family. Here's the thing: they don't make a top quality ketchup, and this is the problem: is that you have an into. That's what Heinz Fifty Seven probably looked up and said, "Yeah, we'd love to have a spokesman like Patrick Mahomes, but he's destroying the name." Like he's ruining ketchup. He's ruining the meat that he's putting the ketchup on. We don't want to touch this guy. Well, at at this point, I I can't see, uh, I I can't see putting ketchup on turkey. You know, I'm going to tell you, I'm not a real ketchup guy. You should not eat. Yeah, I'm not a real ketchup guy anyway. All right, here's the deal. Here's the quote from Mahomes. It was a long time ago, but when I was a little kid, I used to just eat ketchup sandwiches that were just ketchup and bread. I used to get teased about it all the time because people thought it was very strange that I didn't put any ham, turkey, or anything else on it. Just ketchup and bread. That's nasty. You know, that's this awful. Is like, this is worse. <laughs> Trust me, we don't need a poll or anything like that. But this is worse than Gabe Kapler eating his ice cream than spitting it out, like chewing his ice cream. I don't know about that. Spitting it out. I, I, I don't what? know. What? I don't know about what that. What are you talking about, man? Yeah. Uh, now, see, now I've got an image of Gabe Kapler in like a thong with his body all greased <laughs> up, <laughs> eating ice cream and then spitting it back out. Thanks, Aton. Well, hey, hold on, guys. But let me, let me ask you guys this. What, what, what is this thing you guys are talking about the night before uh, Thanksgiving? I mean, I understand the night before Halloween, you know, people like to go out and they have Halloween parties. And bars, but well, is, it was always a, a big night because people that go away to college, they all come back home to the families right. and then oh, you okay. reconnect with all your high school mates. And, you, you know, you're 21 or whatever, and you go out to bars. Everybody oh, gets okay. nuts. All right. I feel you. I feel you. Because yeah. I, I didn't know. Because with me, I've always cooked the night before. Mm. So I'm... You know, sipping on my crown or my my my, my royale, right? You know, or yeah, my crown royale. <laughs> yeah, as I, <laughs> my my royale as I'm as I'm cooking uh 
as I'm cooking my turkey, you know, and and you know, we 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 lay it out, you know. We also make a brisket also and a ham. Oh, mm. now, can you imagine yeah. somebody slathering that freshly baked ham? Yeah. Oh, bro. When we go get it from a uh, restaurant depot, restaurant depot is uh, you know, is where you got to go buy your stuff, man. I mean, if you're you, you have to have a company, you have to, you know, right. Uh, got to be a, a member to yeah. yeah. Yeah, so you know, but I mean, I'll go get 40 pounds of chicken wings, man, and I'll go through and, and, and separate them, put them in individual bags, you know, seal them up and everything. You know, I'm I'm really a chef for real. I, I cook seriously. Mm. Had a restaurant for like three years. Had to close it. Yeah. That's why it's such an insult. That, and you take it so personally when you see a story like this. Right. Where ketchup Mahomes would ruin something with, of all things, ketchup. He puts ketchup on his takeout barbecue. When he orders a famous Kansas City barbecue dish, come on, man, Barrett, grow up, grow up. Yes, thank you. I mean, the guy <laughs> still eating. This, this is this is terrible. He's going to win another MVP, mm -hmm. and he's going to troll all of us by when I don't know. He's hosting the Lombardi Trophy up. He's going to doubt. Somebody's going to come in and douse him with ketchup. I, I don't know. It's going to be so. This guy's just something weird about this love for ketchup. Strange, to say the least. I don't it know. is strange. We'll never see anything like this, I promise. I don't want to see anything like that. No, no, no. You know now, what I'm saying? Come on, man. Look look at behind Harry. If you're watching on the stream, you can see behind Harry Mays the picture of Ben Simmons. Are we expecting a major move because of a tweet, really, from Simmons' sister? Meaning, would Simmons' sister, who's capable of tweeting that, actually be in the know in the first place because anybody who's in the know would know that she's capable of tweeting that in the first place. Who she is, yes. Liz Alice. Life, yes. yes. Um, so. I mean, you know, she's got 12,000 followers, Aton. So somebody's listening to her. But the, the thing is, is you just got to wonder. I mean, she's, she's kind of kooky. Um, <laughs> I, I have a rule. I've always said this. Like, if I'm, you're living off of my gravy train, you are not on social media. I don't need my family, my you know, my wife or whoever else trying to stick up for me on social media and, you know, plant the, the you know, the Simmons flag and go out there and making a show of yourself. OK, the only reason people care about you is because of me. OK, so pipe down or you're out. Harry, what world do you live in, bro? Because I, 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 man, you get, I would get crushed in my house, bro. Yeah. Even my doors would come, like, what, what, what? The, the Lima wants thing? a Twitter feed? No, not happening. My wife, forget <laughs> it. What about children? Because that's where it gets. Well, I don't have any kids. Well, no, if you did, though. I mean, no, no way. No way. Not if I'm somebody, like, if I'm somebody. Well, no see, way. The problem is, what about now put yourself in Barrett's shoes? Barrett is somebody. And Barrett was an NFL player. Well, I don't speak for Barrett. I'm just well, saying but, for but me. I'm just, saying, I'm just saying, look at the situation here. Yeah. Now, if you had, if you had a, a child who wants to be on Twitter, that's one thing. But if your child is a famous musician, mm -hmm. like Barrett's daughter is, then how are you going to keep her off of Instagram and Twitter and all this other stuff? Well, I mean, is she still living off of me? No. Well, then she can do her own thing. Okay, so it's yeah. only somebody <laughs> inside the household. Right. All right. Yeah. I just don't need you speaking for me if I'm providing for you. I speak well, for hey, me. My brother-in-law, Harry Mays, is about to be traded. Right. Shut your mouth. <laughs> now, do you honestly, so why did people go crazy? Why do you have Ben Simmons behind you? 
Nobody here honestly thinks Ben Simmons is going to be traded today, right? Well, is is she getting information from his camp that indicates that, you know, something might be up? Why would they? I just don't know why. They, like, what do they have to benefit from leaking this to, of all people, her? I, I don't know. I'm just saying, are people in the Simmons camp talking like this beyond her? I, you know, she had to know something, you know, or, well, you know, she does have, um, she does have issues, you know, because he had his, that, uh, that, that show leading up to him getting drafted and all that, you know, yeah. but oh, right, right. she has some problems then, but, um, and he didn't respond to it or anything else. So, I mean, you know, where there's smoke, there's, there's fire usually. So, so you're worried about this Barrett. I, I am. I am. I'm, I, mean, I mean, we're talking about 24 Uh-oh. hours. If I'm, you know, 24 hours, I got to be on Twitter now. You know, I'm not even a Twitter guy, <laughs> but I got to see now what the hell is going on. If he gets traded, the assumption is that it's for James Harden, right? Or is there a right. candidate? We haven't even heard locally anything about James Harden coming here. It's kind of died down the last two days, right? Well, some people were making uh, assumptions that since Daryl Morey was loading up on backup centers, that there might be a move to send Embiid in exchange for James Harden. Oh, and and Liv Alice is excited that this now is Ben Simmons' team by default. Maybe that's part of it. Ah, you're applying a little second-level thinking to it. Exactly. I listened to your show. No, that show's... (laughs) Oh, that's over? Yeah, that's this show. (laughs) We can't call it the second level anymore because we don't hit the second level often. I didn't. That was just a goal. It was an unattainable goal. Barrett's worried about it. He's buying. Bro, I'm, I'm buying. I'm He's buying you know, in. All the times that I didn't buy, that I just said, you know what? They're just talking just to hear themselves talk. And what happens? Something happens like that. So at this time, I'm going I'm to I'm go ahead and, you know, like they're catfishing me. If, if they are catfishing me, shame on them or well, right. shame on her. But, I mean – she, evidently she knows something and if it's that it'll probably come out later on if it didn't that yeah um they, yeah they were trying to trade me but you know it didn't go through man i really think that might be it i tell you we'll, we'll take a quick break look at this in the stream we don't break phillyvoice.com slash the middle also last night's game really disappointing end for tom brady but a lot of silencing a lot of shh from the la rams and they deserve it especially and i'll be one of them to admit that I was wrong coming in there. You're listening to The Middle, phillyvoice.com slash The Middle, and, of course, on Sports Map Radio. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust, and that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, While we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one. And they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation. And for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, the, The clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the Um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. Uh, She put out a tweet this morning. Um, Today's the 24th, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
she put out a tweet this morning because she's down down under, right? So um, she says, how, how I'm about to sleep knowing it's Tuesday morning in the USA and I'm all the way down under. Good night, sweet dreams. Don't let the trade bugs bite. <laughs> what a troll job. Oh, is that what she texted? Uh, that was one of the things. That's the most recent thing. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, it's she's either celebrating ahead of time that her brother's out, celebrating ahead of time that Joel Embiid is out, mm-hmm. or completely trolling, knowing that she she can, knowing that if she puts something out there, it would go crazy. People right. Nuts. I think the tweet that got everybody crazy was, can't wait for trade news on Tuesday. That was the one you were talking about, Aton. I think, right? That's 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 pretty heavy there, though. That's pretty heavy. So Anna Horford is out of town, but we still got Liv Alice to deal with. <laughs> I'm telling you. Oh my goodness. So, uh, you don't cook on Thanksgiving, Harry? I don't. I do, man. I do all. All the cooking. I don't do my, the sides. My though. wife do, does it. I do all the meats. I cook all the See, meats. We, we were gonna go uh, to relatives, mm-hmm. but that mm-hmm. got shut down because right. one of the people is in a contact tracing situation with somebody mm-hmm. that has COVID. So I'm about to go to the hospital to get a procedure done in about a week, and I'm like, I can't afford to go up there and catch something because then then the the procedure gets canceled. Right, 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 so, right. So we're staying here. Top four answers on the board. Name a way in which a magician might end a relationship. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios. On Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. See, Ron Culver knows it. Ron Culver jumps in. He gets the number three answer on the board. What you- was the question? Name a way in which a magician might end a relationship. Uh, saw in half. That's number two. Barrett, you want to see if you can nail the number one answer? Poof, B.I., uh, you out, I'm out. Huh? Oh, he's Go just going to disappear. Poof. Yeah. <laughs> can you be a little more specific? No, it's because it's a bad word. My mom's listening. I'm on. Uh, no. Yeah. Who's disappearing? Uh, she is. Okay, there you go. Make it vanish. Number one. Yeah, that's what I was. I was trying to nudge you. Oh, so that's yeah, number one. Yes, vanish. All right. See that? That's easy, right? All yeah. right. Look at this. And Ron's back, so you have a sharp, quick mind here, willing to push you and jump in and see and steal this away. Well, see, since we're you know we're live feed, you know Philly voice, I can go and you can see it. Yes, but we're on the radio, so don't curse. That's what I'm saying. I, I, that's why I didn't. Name that's an occupation that's most likely to cheat. On taxes, president. <laughs> this this might have been created. This was made in 2015. So, an accountant. Um, any account, number one yeah, accountant? Yeah, uh, right. They Barrett hit it. Um, any rich person? Well, yeah, but you have to be specific. An occupation. Being oh. rich is in an occupation. An occupation. Unless you're a celebrity. Um, come on, guys. Come on, man. Guys, get a post. A CEO. Come on, man. CEO, no. Doctor, lawyer, self-employed, food server. Food server. Food server. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All cash. Right. 
That's I what never I'm saying. Any of my tips? No, me or neither. Claimed any of my tips? I don't think you. You know, right? You never do. Hey Tell guys, you know, sign that best describes. No, nah, that's a stupid one. How Some about this, guys? I've only had I've only had maybe five jobs my entire life. Mm-hmm. Five yeah. jobs. Once you hit the NFL, it's kind of like you know. Right. Well, after that, then I I, I sold synthetic turf after I retired. Mm-hmm. I owned a restaurant, and I helped run the companies I have here, and that's it. And then then I do this TV and radio thing. So, so you sold AstroTurf? Yeah, yeah. When I first, while I was going to school, I, I you know, I have an MBA in healthcare administration. Right, right, right. So Where'd you get while that I was from? That, from Colorado. Oh wow! So, so you're I'm, a I'm, Buffalo too. I hate it, man. But it is what it is. <laughs> See, you know, yeah, that's the thing you technically have to be rooting for Colorado. Should we be bringing up Colorado games now too? I think we should. <laughs> I didn't even know this. Yeah, Go but you know, I just, that's that's you know that's what. I mean, I, I did that because I I had the freedom to you know leave and go whenever I wanted to, to go try to sell these turf fields and I mean it's very competitive, man. You know, like field turf and Sportex. You know, there were two uh, companies that were going against each other, mm-hmm. and you know, uh, you know when you feel field turf, field turf is actually the company's name, but it's not really the the uh, the the service itself. But they became so dominant that that's what they uh, that's what everybody calls it now, and those guys would go out there and they'd be telling, hey guys. You know, get me a boat and um, I'll get you a boat and then, you know, we'll put the field down. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was it's it's doggy dog cutthroat. And, you know, you got to deal with, um, you know, all kind of unions and, you know, mm-hmm. grease palms and all that. So I just got out. I just felt too dirty doing it. So I got out of it. Yeah. Then I then I got into this world, which is just a different type of dirt. It's a different right. type of filth. <laughs> it is. This world. Yes. And it's just a cloud of it that hangs oh. for you. And you away. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe All right, now, Pat, did you take any dives into the film yet for the Eagles or no? I, I did. I did for a little bit, and I was disgusted. But I, I did see plays. And I once again, the first half, I, I thought Doug did a great job of calling plays. Mm-hmm. First half, he did a great job. Second half, he was poor, very poor. Uh, it didn't make sense, some of the stuff he was doing. I, I didn't see the, the build upon of the plays you did in the first half. I didn't see the buildup on you know taking those plays to another level in the second half like you could you know run a a run play and then have boot action af- um, off of that same play or right. play action to push the ball down i didn't see any of that well i, I love how he creator. said last week yeah i could probably dial up some more rollouts and then he doesn't roll carson out until the third quarter right yeah. I mean, right. what is it with this guy well that's what i mean that's what we talked about yesterday but just how misleading and just downright out of touch it feels every time there's an addressing of the media and addressing mm-hmm. the fans through the media, and then when you look at the actual game plan, none of that happens. And play calling, no. Now yeah. maybe they should take a page out of the Dallas Cowboys book, and maybe Doug Peterson needs to bring a watermelon into practice and smash it with a sledgehammer, a la Gallagher. Gallagher. That's what Mike McCarthy did. No. Yes, sir. Now, look, what's prompted this big turnaround by the Dallas Cowboys, you may ask? Think about it. You know, we rip and ridicule the Dallas Cowboys earlier in the year because they were a laughing stock. Mm-hmm. Demarcus Lawrence, a veteran, stepped up and said, this thing has to change. At least they got a moral victory against the Steelers. Then they come out and have this thing, a victory against the Vikings. Ron has this cut. Listen to Mike McCarthy. He brought a watermelon in. 
and destroyed it in front of his team. And that's what people are crediting this turnaround. Well, I think like anything in, in this game, it's it's important to have fun. You're you're always trying to, you know, create emphasis in your messaging, and and that's really where it came from. We're just using the approach, just honoring a great comedian, you know, Gallagher, and uh, it's just an idea that came up, and uh, we went for it, and and uh, the players were were into it, and and we had some fun with it. What, what players were into is this guy listening, right, living right. in, and that's. <laughs> That's not – I don't know any players that would be into that. Like, think about it. How many guys on that team's parents right. know who Gallagher is? Oh, my God. Gallagher was big in, like, the 70s and the early 80s, yeah. right? Right. And I still never got it. I, no, I, me I, either. No, it wasn't it. funny. It was no. him smashing around stuff. Right. Wow. And, you know, and, and people were paying big money to go get – be up front to get watermelon seeds in their hair. <laughs> I didn't get it. What? I mean, can you imagine <laughs> – like, what the hell is going on? And here's the thing. I can't say anything because it worked. Yeah, it worked. Right, right. It made him famous. Made him richer than rich. No, not even the Gallagher bit. I'm saying the McCarthy bit. Oh, Mike McCarthy right. came in. He smashed a watermelon. So we're going to smash our goals. And they won a football game. Here we are right. in Philadelphia trying to figure out what's going wrong. Nobody has any ideas. Maybe somebody should bring in and bash some fruit. <laughs> Try it. You know, no, no, to be, honest, to be honest, man. <laughs> well, to be honest, that team was a lot more talented than they were playing, man. I, you know, their offense, they didn't have a quarterback. But, I mean, look at the weapons they have on that side of the ball. I mean, their Pollock is, is probably the, one of the best running backs in the league, and he's backing up one of the best backs in the league. Well, isn't that the problem we have here? And John McMullen's going to join us in four minutes, which yeah. is the underachieving, the Carson Wentz. We know he's played better. just – it's crazy. Yeah, but Jeff Bruder has it right. He says Hold Doug on. is going to come in as Carrot Top this week. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. You're right. <laughs> Unbelievable. Have you seen him lately? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oof. Carrot life Top? Hard. Yes, yeah. life has been hard on him. Yeah, man. <laughs> this- Cocaine's a powerful <laughs> drug, man. <laughs> Look, he's only like 32, but he looks like he's like 70 right yeah. now. <laughs> Steroids and cocaine. Right. Yeah. yeah he, he was jacked. Is he still jacked up? He was. I don't know if he is anymore. Man, he better. Maybe he took off a couple of cycles. I don't know, but he was Man. ripped. Maybe Larry the Cable Guy can make an appearance at practice. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Hey, speaking of speaking of um steroids, oh. I can remember when I was in college, man. Are we mm-hmm. about to go to a break? I'm about to go into a store. Hey, we, we got two minutes. Oh, okay. We're Tighten good. it up. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm in college, my first year in college, and um, you know, I'm I'm I never lifted weights in high school. So I was I was I went in there and I'm about to bench press, you know. So I'm thinking, you know, first of all, I get into the um, into the meeting room and we all the rookies, you know, I'm all the freshmen say, Hey, I'm you know, JJ Smith, I play wide receiver. Um, Andre Coleman, I play running back, you know. So we go through all that. Then I can come to me. I'm Barrett Brooks from St. Louis, and I'm going to the league. Oh, everybody's like, you're right, you're right. Oh. <laughs> and that's that's the first thing I say to everybody. Oh man, it, it turned out bad. It, ter- it turned out real bad. You know, you know, Snyder cussed me out. I mean, right in front of everybody too. Right. So I, mean, I started out running. So then we go and we test. So boom, we ran a forty. I ran like a four eight four seven. Mm-hmm. As an offensive lineman, defense, defense lineman, then, and you know, they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah." Then we get under the bench, so the wide receivers go. A couple of them did like five times. Everybody laughing at them. It's my turn to get under the bench. I did it one 
time. Mm. <laughs> 225 one time. They laughed wow. me out the building. Laughed me out the building. But hey, three hots in the cotton lifting every day. Yeah. I went from benching 225 one time to like 380 in less than six months. Wow. My body just never, you know, it got used to it real quick. But man, I was I was horrible, man. Horrible. But then, you know, I watched guys take steroids. I came around the corner, I saw a couple of office linemen taking steroids. And I turned, I was like, whoa, 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 what you doing, man? Because the dude was behind, they went in a shower, dude was behind him, and mm-hmm. he was on his knees, sticking the guy in his butt. In his butt. And first of all, I come around the corner, I see that anyway, but I didn't see what he was doing behind his butt right. at first. I'm like, yo, ho, ho, yeah. what are you doing? Then, then he turned around and said, oh, you sticking a needle. But, bro, you sticking a, what are you doing? You know, steroids, man, steroids. I'm like, that's my first introduction to steroids. Wow. Crazy. <laughs> I mean, come on, you come around the corner, you see a guy sitting, you know, he's on his hands and knees, and the dudes turn around and he's touching yeah. his butt. So that's the that's the first image I saw. I keep so walking. Now I'm really mad, right? I keep walking. <laughs> I'm not nothing to see here. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, 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 what's going on here? Come on, B. This is steroids, man. This is the middle. On the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Morgan. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Yeah, think about this. Mike McCartney just recreated a Gallagher skit. People are talking about this like it's life-changing, like it's life-altering. Now, is Gallagher Why? still alive? Like, who could he... Uh, you know, make an, an appearance at a practice, uh, you know, next week for the Cowboys. Well, that think about it. Like, you probably could. It, and if you wanted your coach, we want Doug Peterson here, and maybe there are plenty of other people out there around the country listening on Sports Map Radio, watching, of course, phillyvoice.com slash the middle, that would want their coach to light a fire under their team. But uh, can you imagine this? It's not even bringing people in so much as – just recreating a comedic bit. Doug He's still Peter- alive. He is still alive. Yes. But hold on, guys, guys, guys. I, I'm just gonna let you know, bro. There wasn't one black guy in there who knew the hell Gallagher was. I ain't gonna lie. I'm just telling you the <laughs> truth, I'm man. Telling you, I, there wasn't anybody in the building. Oh, who knew what Gallagher, who Gallagher was. There weren't people. Like I guarantee you, somebody texted their pops, their mom. Somebody texted their uncle. Somebody texted their brother, their older brother. Who the hell is Gallagher? Right, right. I don't know. I was a Gallagher fan. (laughs) Came to Arkansas one night. But I'll tell you what, hey, if if, if Doug really wants to get those guys going, all they had to do (laughs) is go get Kevin Hart. Oh, that's right. You know, he get Kevin Hart, you know, Philly guy. He would have it rocking in there. I bet you they come out playing, man. They'd be, you know, ready to go out there and, Drink hot sauce and and sniff gunpowder and be ready to kill people. All right, let's bring in our NFL insider, courtesy of Jacob Media, John McMullen at JF McMullen on Twitter. Is there any truth to the rumor, John, that Doug Peterson is showing up tomorrow dressed as Homie the Clown with a sock full of bean bags? I, I heard Gallagher. I assume that's a, a Mike McCarthy reference. Yes, yes. Yeah. And we're trying to figure out what comedic bit Doug Peterson will now recreate in order to fire oh, yeah, up his sure. team. I don't know. I'm sure somebody would come up with the analytics. I, I know for the Cowboys, it had nothing to do with Justin Jefferson finally making a bad play or Jeff Gladney, 
not being able to cover anybody. It was hitting a bunch of watermelons. <laughs> well, that and Andy Dalton. Look. Yeah, that, that, that and Andy Dalton. You, you take your victory and you credit it any way you possibly can. Who am I to, to not take Mike McCarthy at face value that it was this? Now, here's the thing. We were looking at this, and maybe it's a pie chart. We're just trying to assign the percentage of how many people in that room actually knew who Gallagher was. Oh, I'm going that is tremendously low. I'm going over under 5%. Not a, if that, if that, you know. Yeah, but, I, uh, I, I, and if I, I was forced to bet that 5%, I would take the under. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of betting, John, how are the Eagles only five, five-and-a-half-point underdogs this uh, Monday night to the Seattle Seahawks? Yeah, I can't figure it out. I mean, the, the number in Cleveland was weird as well. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. This team gets a lot of respect. Uh, I guess, you know, a Super Bowl 52 win is still lingering everywhere but Philadelphia where everybody wants everybody fired. Outside of Philadelphia, everybody thinks the Eagles are still better than they look. It's usually a little bit from column A, a little bit from column B. But I, I would say I would fire the head coach, certainly. Um, but they're a bad football team right now. You know, unbeknownst to everybody else, but Carson Wentz is not Carson Wentz right now. And and I'm – they can say what they want to say. I mean, I, I was, I was, I was brought into it. You know, this last game that he's a bad quarterback, but I thought about it and had epiphany last night. He's not that bad. He's not as bad as he's he's working out to be right now. What can they do right now to motivate him and get him going in the right direction? You know, is it coaching? What what is it? Do you think that's the the, the spearhead on why he can't play? Well, I, I had my own epiphany this morning, Barrett. You're going to like this one. Because I've, I've looked at everything, and I, I clearly he, he's lacking confidence. Clearly, uh, he's holding on to the football too long. If you look at the pick six, for instance, Rager's wide open on that mm-hmm. play for yep. some reason. Mm-hmm. He doesn't pull the trigger. So what's different? And everybody will say, well, Flip's not here, and, and Frank Reich's not here. Well, guess what? He played great when they left. His best statistical season was 2018 before he got hurt. He was completing almost 70% of his passes. So that's not it. Uh, uh, You talk about the skill position talent. It was awful in December of last season. Now, granted, the schedule uh, was favorable, but they managed to win those games, and he looked good. So I, I kind of crossed that out. What's the one thing that's different? Since 2017, his second season, he's had a top 10 offensive line, mm-hmm. and he no longer does. And mm-hmm. he's falling apart. Okay. Which, by the way, is not good because there are quarterbacks like Russell Wilson, who you're going to see yes. on Monday night, who are able to do things under those types of circumstances. He's clearly proven that he's not that type of guy. But if you put him behind a top 10 offensive line again, I see no reason why he can't be the guy he was before. 
Go ahead, Aton. No, no, no. Go ahead. I said uh, the, yesterday that he, he looks to me like he suffers from a case of the yips. Like he he just can't yeah, pull he can't pull the trigger, John. There's guys open, like you said, and he just refuses to pull the trigger. He hesitates, and when you hesitate for a half a second and a second extra behind that offensive line, you're gonna get you're gonna get hit. You're gonna get sacked, and uh, you're gonna make bad throws. So, is it a distrust with the current group that he's got to throw to? Yeah, he definitely doesn't trust uh, the young receivers. Uh, and, and by the way, some of that is rightfully so, because those guys are, are, are not good route runners at this stage. Uh, they're generally not in the position they're supposed to be. And that's what Carson's biggest fan, Dan Orlovsky, will tell you. You can't fool the quarterback. Too often the receivers on this team fool the quarterback. Miles Sanders probably the biggest uh, uh, victim of that as, as far as not being in the right place too far too many times as an outlet receiver but I, I mean you're right Harry you can't go into a play assuming okay Rager's not going to be open because he's not going to do what he's supposed to do if he's open pull the pit pull the trigger right yeah John that's him John McMullen our NFL insider at JF McMullen joining us courtesy of Jacob Media that seems to be what's most troubling is they don't feel it this year, maybe more so than we've seen with this particular group, they don't feel like they're adjusting at all to the circumstance. Okay, offensive line is decimated. Carson Wentz is playing much poorly or much worse, pardon me, with this banged up line. And the play calling doesn't reflect and adjust. It doesn't seem at times. And especially because the execution gets worse and worse. We talked about it yesterday about how disjointed this team looks right down to special teams. It almost looks like, and I know it's not the case, but it almost looks like these three facets of the game of the team show up on Sunday like nobody's been talking to each other all week. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I think there's a serious personnel deficiency on this team. I, 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 you know, I say this every week when people talk about play calling. They're judging results. They're not judging decisions. And, and, and Baldy had a great clip. I don't know if you guys saw it, of one of the third down plays again yeah. where Carson mm -hmm. pulled the trigger. Yep. Now, is that a bad play call? The, the assumption no. is it's a bad play call because the play didn't work. Mm -hmm. Well, but the default setting is the play call is more important than execution. That's almost never true. No, let, let me jump in real quick. I don't have a problem with that play call in general, but the issue is the quarterback, we know already, before going into that game, we know the quarterback isn't throwing open guys or throwing two open guys. We know that the quarterback has a major problem holding on to the football. I'm moving him around. I'm trying to get him more mobile. I'm trying to make him more active to where he doesn't have to hold on to the football as long. That put him in a bad position. That's why I have a problem with the play call. Not so much that guys weren't open, but stop trying to ask Carson Wentz to do stuff this year he's incapable of doing. Well, then you just got to move on from the quarterback. because If he can't execute that simple a play in that type of situation, you, you got to pass the quarterback. You got to move on to, from the quarterback. I mean, in other words, you cannot mask that kind of inefficiency and ineffectiveness. 
So you're just going to have a bad season. And, and then you got to make decisions after the season. Uh, is it worth taking a $33 million cap hit to take whatever you can get just to get them out here, out of here? Because you can't say, okay, my starting quarterback, who we paid all this money, and that doesn't matter, I get that. But still, you thought at one time he was the face of the franchise. You thought he was a star quarterback. You, you can't all of a sudden in, in week 11 of an NFL season say, oh, this guy can't do anything any quarterback in this league is expected to do. I mean, that's unfair to Doug Peterson, well, okay. to be honest. Last you one, guys. you got to be able to execute that play. Last one. I'm sorry to jump in again. Why not? No, add, you're not. Th- there's no nuance. <laughs> right. Why not add some middle ground here? Why does it take two and a half quarters to roll him out of the pocket? I'm not saying don't ever call that play, but there has to be some adjustment and getting this guy in a situation where he's more mobile and not waiting two and a half quarters for that. I think there's middle ground between what we're saying. I will say that's a fair criticism of the coaching staff because they brought in Rich Scangarello to to clean up their play-action game. And they've been one of the worst play-action teams in football, and they barely ever do it. And you just saw Cleveland – or Kevin Stefanski just learned this under Garrett Kubiak or learned it under Mike Shanahan. Those are the play-action kings. And you see Cleveland and what they do and how they're able to roll the quarterback out. Uh, Now, part of it is having that running game. So it's all married. And and the fact that the Eagles struggle on the offensive line, that's going to affect things as well. But clearly – the addition of Rich Scandrell has not helped this team in play action whatsoever. So that is a fair criticism, whether you want to peg that on Howie Roseman or, or even Jeffrey Lurie for forcing Doug Peterson to fire Mike Rowe. Or you blame it on Doug for not hiring the right offensive coaches because they can't run play action to save their lives. And that, that's what they brought this guy in to do. Awesome, John. Well, I thanks, John, for hijacking, but we appreciate it, and we'll <laughs> chat with you on Thursday. All right, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. You got it. That is John McMullen, our NFL insider. We'll take a quick break. Wrap the hour on Sports Map Radio coming up next. You are listening. You are watching phillyvoice.com slash the middle. It is the middle. All right. Uh, no, the Eagles do not have an offensive coordinator right now. No. Nope. Question on the stream. Let me bring some stuff up. Now, what what's the deal, uh, Barrett? Have you heard anything about this whole Nate Herbig situation where he was inactive and some are saying, you know, he he could have played or, you know, he had this. Doug says he has a finger injury, but he they're saying it might be some problem with the coaching staff. I don't know. I mean, I'm 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 making some phone calls. I made some phone calls. I didn't get nobody got back to me, which is unusual. Uh-huh. Uh that I did get back. So you know, uh, there no. might be something. Uh-huh. There might be something there. Wow. Because if he could have played and they just deactivated him for something else, that's just ridiculous. I thought his somebody pushed his finger back. Yeah, but you can play with you that. can play with a finger. Yeah, so all day. Something bigger going on, something deeper going yeah. on. 
Hey, look at Kelsey. Kelsey almost broke his elbow in half, and he still came back and played. We're just talking about fingers. You know, Ronnie Locke cut his off and went to play. Right. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm just getting tired of it. There are so many conspiracies on this in this Eagles team. You know, I mean, everything is a damn conspiracy. Come mm-hmm. on, man. Just play football. Yeah, you know, see, just play football. Jeff McClain says, uh, Nate Herbig, this is mystifying. He's not on the injury report. And yet a guy said he was doing good and by the looks of it was competent. Can't dress over Sua Opeta or Luke Jariga. Herbig was acquired as a center. And of course, Jason Kelsey goes down and Jariga has to play. So there's something he would, if he's got a hurt finger, why wouldn't he be on the injury report? Right. I think it's the you same know? thing that happened with, um, with, uh, what's his name? Um, um, yeah, go on it. Um, Alshon. No, no. I mean, with the the office line who's who's really sucking right now too. Um, Pryor, Pryor, yeah, Matt yeah. Pryor. Yeah, you know why wasn't he playing at the beginning of the year? There was nothing wrong with him. Mm-hmm. And they had two rookies playing in front of him. I mean, a rookie and a first year guy playing in front of him. So I mean, I don't understand. You know, I mean, these guys have thin skin. You know, I guess that's what it is. You know, they catch feelings and then they put them down the depth chart. How about your boy Sua Opeta though? Oh, y'all low pet it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Peterson said Opeta is ahead of Herbig on the depth chart. So that sounds Why? like what leads these reporters to think he was benched. It's over. Yeah, he is. I mean, he was benched. But why? Yeah. I mean, he's playing. He, I don't think Opeta's playing better than him. No. Who the hell is Sua Opeta? Yeah, he actually came as a tackle. Not Sua Cravens. Remember him? Yeah, I'm trying to think of another Sua. Hey! You're listening to The Middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, we'll be back for second hour. We have fake news. We also, at 1240, have a pretty cool announcement as starting the first week in December. We have a cool new partnership with Book It. Remember Jeff Parles from Book It? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so they, they're on board with us now. Nice. And, yeah, we're ready to go. So I, I think, you know, looking at it where we have – Jeff popping on 1240. So we'll talk a little bit about the app, about our partnership, and I'm sure we'll get some insight on maybe a player two Thursday with three football games in the NFL, two watchable games Friday with right. college games. We'll hit all of that tomorrow. Tomorrow's our last day. We also have fake news with Ron as he's back and we'll jam some other stuff in as well. But you're right. Two out of the three games on Thursday are very watchable. Very watchable. Yeah. Including- they must be very watchable. You watching them, Harry. Exactly. True. I don't you, waste you, you time. Yeah. You won't tolerate just I will average not game. be watching Detroit and Houston. <laughs> There's nothing you can do, Barrett, to make me do that. Zero. <laughs> I just love football, man. But come on, man. You can at least watch it. You, you know, young talents, man. Young I'd rather talent. watch old film of your Pittsburgh Steelers teams. <laughs> okay? Seriously. Well, that's not a bad thing, though. No, it's not. <laughs> oh my goodness! I'm serious. That you know that, that yeah. I mean, all these teams, man. I mean, I, in looking at that playoff bracket that they had yesterday mm-hmm. on the Monday night game, 
look at all the teams with four wins that are still in a hunt for, for even, you know, I mean, seriously in the hunt for the playoffs. Yeah, four I love, win teams. I love the in the hunt. You got Minnesota, Detroit, San Francisco, and Carolina all have four wins and yeah. technically are in the hunt. Now, think of this. <laughs> On top of that, today is not only trade Tuesday in the NBA as we're awaiting Ben Simmons' departure, we think. Maybe it's Joel Embiid. Who knows? <laughs> but the, Maybe Liv uh, Alice is getting traded. Maybe she's out of Australia. Maybe yeah. she's included from the country, violating you know, they have pretty strict quarantine rules in there. You can't even walk your dog in some areas. Paul Saban put this out, ESPN Analytics. Right now it's Alabama, Notre Dame, Ohio State, and Cincinnati. No. If the season were to end today, Clemson is out. Wow. Yeah, we'll be back our second hour is just like our first hour. A lot of talking, a lot of in and outs, and we never break. Phillyvoice.com slash the middle. Yeah, how about that? How wow. Clemson's out? Seriously? That's what it says as far as the all-state playoff predictor. Wow. So that would be Clemson or Cincinnati would get uh, sacrificed to Alabama in that situation, and then you'd have Notre Dame against Ohio State. Correct. Hmm. Which, they might score 70 points on Cincinnati. Yeah. Yeah, Cincinnati scores a lot too, though. Bama's legit, man. I mean, they're legit every year, but they're really good. Yeah, they got an all-around quarterback now. Mm -hmm. What do you think that line would be? What, for Bama? Bama, Cincinnati right now. It'd probably be 32. No. No, it wouldn't be that big. Oh, yes. You think so? Oh, yes. We're talking about a team that they want to make sure that everybody understands they're the number one team in the country. Saban's well, one of those guys. Yeah, he is one of those playoffs, guys. They don't need to prove anything to anybody. They're in the playoffs. I'm just, it's not about that. They'll feel disrespected that they're playing against because they want Clemson. They want Clemson. Wait a yeah, second. I know, but hold on, hold on. If they're in the playoffs and they're the number one team, who's disrespecting them? Because they're playing a Cincinnati team. Well, that's what happens in the playoffs. The one plays the four. Absolutely, absolutely. So they want to erase all doubt on who the superior team is. Wow. And they're going to try to beat them by 60 points if they could. That's how Saban is. I mean, wow. they're only 25-point favorites against Auburn, and <laughs> Cincinnati's better than Auburn. You think? Yeah. yeah. Cincinnati's definitely better. You don't think Cincinnati's a good football team? This they're year. a good football team, but the level of talent that they're playing against is nowhere near anything in the SEC. Nowhere near. Week nowhere near. Week out, I'll give you that. But Cincinnati is also blowing teams away. Well, I mean, it's easy, you know, the level of competition is like that. That's Wait just like see him blow Temple away this week. <laughs> oh, man, I, I hope so. I got a oh. lot on that. You know, I mean, they, you know, they 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 beat teams in front of them. SMU kind of fell off a little bit, huh? But they're still, yeah. That Tulsa game got postponed, so that's another one there. Mm-hmm. Are they gonna Are they gonna play that? Yeah, it's supposed to be on the twelfth. Oh, okay. Twelfth, twelfth. All right, now Colorado plays Southern Cal this week, Barrett. So your Buffaloes. I don't like the way that sounds. Yeah, that is- but yeah, I'll go with it. I'll go with you're it. The, you are the new. It went from Michael Westbrook to Barrett Brooks. Oh, I'll tell you, if I had it went to grad school somewhere, like let's say I went to uh, Stanford or Duke or something like that, I would definitely claim their teams. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I can't because I went to Kansas State, and back then we were part of the Big A conference. Yeah, I know, so, but I mean, like, I would claim Temple and my grad school if they were me. good. Oh, not yeah. Me. I'm a weasel like that. <laughs> I'd be wearing gear. 
<laughs> oh, wait a second. Real uh, quick. Is everybody caught up? Did you watch The Undoing yesterday, Barrett? Yes, I did. Okay. What'd so, you think? Yes. I, I was good with it. I liked the way it ended. I, I, I mean, it was a good episode. Yeah, I yeah, thought it was yeah. a good episode too. I, I don't want I, I don't want anybody to think it's not a good episode. I just feel like it it, se- it seemed painfully transparent halfway through the episode that they want they really wanted you to believe the kid did it. Mm-hmm. Right. And then at the end, it was kind of like a all right, here you go. There, there's a little bone there at the end. Now, again, Harry, we that's a huge bone. That's a that's right. a dinosaur bone. Yeah, that's but still, saying. though, they were leading up to that, leading up to that, leading up that scene, that lunch scene where he's like, you know, we can do it. We can get I mean, it. Just you, that was painful, right? I've seen way too many Law and Order episodes where something like that happens, and and it's the kid at the end who winds up doing it, and the dad the whole time was taking the rap mm-hmm. for the son or for the daughter. You know what I mean? Like, right, right. But I think it's the opposite, though. I think he he saw it happen because he saw his pops. So now I'm thinking the pops really did it because he saw his pops and he followed his pops. And uh, he did it. And then he turned around and got the evidence. And he's trying to clean up the murder scene for his dad. Right. So exactly. Out the night in which his parents were at this ball for the school. Bro, did you see how he was sitting there and his, and his mom walked by him? And he didn't say a word. He's a sneaky little dude, man. He is a sneaky little rat. Okay, so why why throw in that whole thing about Hugh Grant not caring or acting all callous about... Like a sociopath. Exactly. Why put that in there? And that's where I think they're trying to draw the lineage of dad was a sociopath with what happened. Now Mm. this kid is a sociopath not apologizing, not saying anything, not even acting like he did anything wrong mm-hmm. by killing her. Well, well because he's all like... Family. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, but you are... You know, that fall the from the tree. I don't think the kid did it. Barrett, do I you think, think the pops, he did it? No, I think the pops did it. Both of you do. What What makes you think the pops did no, it? No, I, I didn't say... What do you mean, pops? Grandpa or... No, no. Well, I guess there are multiple suspects. And even that shady blonde lawyer who they're just trying... And that's another thing, too. Like, mm-hmm. leave or get off the pot with right. that one. Right. Either right. have her involved with something or, or don't wait six episodes right. to magically draw her in on or something. Or give me a nude scene or something. Yeah. Give me yeah. something. <laughs> I don't even <laughs> that. You keep getting that same nude scene replayed, that same like half sex scene replayed. I know, right? But it's, it's her though. It's it's the it's, it's her though, and and him. It's not the 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 victim in him. It's the her in him. Well, here's the thing: could that little kid? Because he's kind of a, a little pipsqueak, right? Yeah. Is he going right. to really overpower that woman to the extent that he can get on? You know, pin her down and start beating her with a hammer. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I, I I didn't think he would be strong enough to do that. Right. I mean, they, that's a tool shown, right there. But they've shown you the rage exists in that family from this Sutherland is a Media Property to mm-hmm. in partnership with Jacob Media. I don't know. I don't know. You, my friend, are caught in the middle. The middle starts now, starts now on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage, home loans that fit your life. Rocket Can. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Last night we saw the LA Rams answer some questions, respond to a lot of critics. And we also saw the New England Patriots, just or New England, see, saw the Tampa Bay Bucks 
Look at you. It's because of Brady. I mean, Brady lost that football game. I, I don't understand what he was doing, what he was thinking. Towards the end, they had a chance to at least tie, if not go ahead. And Brady threw the football up in the air like they were down 20 with a minute left. Mm-hmm. And right. He the shot. You, you know what I mean? It, it yeah. did not make much sense. Some of those throws last night by Brady did not make much sense. It wasn't all his fault by any means. But I will say every week it feels like we get one of these games where it's two really good teams and it has this play that felt like a the NFC championship game. Like that NFC had all- championship game. Wow. Well, yeah, I'm trying to put these two teams and think where they would play. Maybe, you know, second round. How about that divisional round? Okay. That make you feel better? Uh, give me a wild card. Uh, can I can I get a wild card? <laughs> yeah, man. It, uh, you know, it used to have used to have the uh now, now you have the Brady face, man. You had the Michael Jordan face. Now you have the Brady face. Man. Yeah. You see how disgusted he looked when he walked off the field. Like, do you guys know who I am? Yeah. What, how about, what, how about the play what from gives Evans? you the right to pick me off like that? That's how the type of the face he had on Evans, though, man. You talk about like a, a George uh, Kittle type play. Him taking Peace two man. defensive backs like six yards into the end zone. Right. Yeah. That was crazy. One leg. Right. And Ramsey's on the other side of the field. <laughs> That dude's a player, man. He Ramsey is. is he he's a he's he's one of those, both of those guys got some loose, a loose screw something, mm-hmm. man. Because they I mean they were fighting out there. That was that was a great matchup. That alone was pri- worth the price of a ticket. Watching those two go at it. That was great football there. Look, last night you have I, I think the LA Rams now deserve they're the best team in the NFC West. Right, right now. And yep. that's, that, it's really hard to argue. They beat the Seahawks head-to-head. They finally got a test outside of Seattle against a good football team, and they beat them. They've had taken five trips to the Eastern time zone, too. They're 11-3 and three against the spread coming to the East Coast. With wow. Yeah, how about that? Ridiculous, right? Yeah. They got a couple division games left, I believe, right? Correct. Yeah, they got San Francisco coming up at home next week. Their touchdown favorite. Mm. And then they have at Arizona. That's a good one. Patriots at home. Jets at home. I mean, that that's pretty easy. And then at Seattle and then Arizona. They got a tough schedule still, then. That that's 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 some work. You got well, it's all division. Right on. It's yeah. all division and two two easier ones at home. Right. Yeah. You're right, man. They do go for strips instead of uh, tackles these days. And it's, it's incredible that, you know, do all that work in covering a guy, and instead of just tackling the guy right there, they want to strip the ball. Nobody's like Peanut. Peanut would at least make the tackle and try to strip, but these guys don't even make the tackle. I hate when our DBs do that. Tillman, I mean, Peanut. When he's do that, but I hate when yeah. our DBs try to do it because they can't do it the way he does. So they get up getting like five extra yards because our DBs don't catch – I mean, uh, don't end up tackling the guy. I mean, he – you know – and that last play on the scoring touchdown, he literally just looked past uh, Jalen on that play. Hmm. Look past him. He just, all right, I'm just, I'm scoring whether you're there or not. Wow. Yeah, Jeff, I, I was, look, I was in that camp and I readily admit it. I was wrong about that. I thought, la- you know, last night reeked of one of these games where the Rams have had over the last two years where they go into it with beating up on some fluff teams and people buy, oh, look at this Rams team. 
and then they just they crap the bed. That's it. And last night they they earned that. And Brady just was unraveled at the end of that game. No, I told you guys the they they're not as good as people are giving it to them. I, I don't think they are. I told you guys that. Yeah. I didn't think that they were that good. Just because you have a lot of stars on one team doesn't mean it's going to work. I mean, look what Washington did a couple of years back when they Every had year. Dion on the they team. Were, yeah, Smith, they had like Bruce a five-year Smith. run of that. Right. And they still didn't accomplish anything. My mom sent me something. I threw it out by accident. They say there's more positive tests now with the Ravens. I hope they don't end up canceling that game. I don't think – it doesn't look like it's in jeopardy, right? I hope not. We need that great football. I don't think you can count on anything right now. No. Anything that's scheduled is like in air quotes. <laughs> Seriously. It sucks. Uh, here we go. That's true, though. I don't know, Jeff. This is The Middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. We'll hit fake news with Ron coming up in about 13 minutes. Jeff Parles from Book It Sports will join us 1240 Eastern as we have a nice new partnership to announce between the two of us here. All of us, including, of course, you out there on phillyvoice.com slash the middle and sports map radio. So we have one real segment of anything you want to talk about. Right. Mm. That's it. And then we're just we're spoken for for the rest of the program. Well, there's a new show. Did you see the uh, previews for a new show on HBO? Well, it's a it's a uh, showtime, I believe. Uh, And Brian Cranston is the lead. It's a mini-series again, so you don't have to commit to a lot. It's like six, seven episodes Okay, called Your Honor, where he plays a yes. judge. Yes. Eh, I don't know. What a, what's up with all this? Why are these shows shifting now from cop slash lawyer to judge? You notice that? A lot of yeah. judge shows, and I'm not talking about Judge Judy or Judge Joe Brown. Right. Or Joe Judge. Or isn't that Joe Brown? No, Joe Judge from the Giants. Oh, from the Giants. Okay. Yeah. Really good coach right now. Oh, yeah? yeah. He's coach of the year. <laughs> Just ask him. He'll tell you he's coach of the year. No, but in the, the plot here is this Cranston's character, who is a judge, his son uh, does a hit and run, like runs over and kills somebody with a car. And it turns out that the person that he killed is a mafioso's son. Okay. So now that guy is hell bent on finding the perpetrator. And it's what what's Cranston's job to to keep it hidden from I'm not sure, but you know, it kind of sounds like an interesting plot to me. You, do you say that simply because it's Brian Cranston in the movie? No. Oh, the show? Yeah. You sure about that? Jeez. <laughs> that that sounds kind of interesting cuz now he's, you know, what can he do? Can he lock up all 
the muscle no, you, from this. Uh... You can't just be interested in it, Barrett. There has to be a motivation. Yeah. There has to be an agenda. <laughs> Come on, I don't know. No, it has to have a line. That's what it has to have. There's no line in it. And you know what? The he can't bet it. It's something that he's out on. I'm out on this guy. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm Brian Cranston. I'm just curious. That's all. I'm curious. All right. So is this? Look, the undoing is done this Sunday. So we're going to need a new show anyway. That's my point. Yeah. Is this where we're now moving to? I know I'm gonna I'm gonna check it out. I'm already on to the the industry show on HBO. I watched one episode of that. Well, well hold on here. We, we can't flood me and oh, Barrett yeah. with shows here. We have to pick one. I think maybe we should do that Cranston show. Well, that doesn't start for another like two weeks. I think. Oh, two weeks. Well, that's fine. We have this week coming up, yeah, which is the undoing finale, mm-hmm. and then we'll take a week off. And then we'll kick off with that other crap. What is it called again? <laughs> your crap? honor. Your honor. Right. Your honor. Yeah. Uh, your honor. <laughs> <laughs> That's I want to see a show. That's what I want to see. A sitcom where Chris Russo is now a lawyer. Mm-hmm. For some weird, bizarre circumstances, he's a public defendant. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that's what I want to see. So in the Southern district of New yeah, York, right? Exactly right. <laughs> no cancellation as of yet with that Ravens game. All right. Well, but it it's looks, only Tuesday. Yeah, it is. It's all, well, think about it. They probably have to make a decision fast. Don't you think? Well, you would think so. I mean, they're not going to replace the game with anything else. So you're stuck with nothing Thanksgiving night, if that's the case. But I mean, we had this Clemson, Florida state fiasco that went almost up until you know, three hours before game time until it was canceled. And then you see the Clemson truck pulling out uh, from underneath the Florida State Stadium. Yes. It's ridiculous. What was that about? Not well, the victory well, lap that the Ra- Raiders did against the Chiefs. That was yeah. different. <laughs> they lingered their bus around the stadium. Yeah. What was that about? That Dabo's all pissed off now. and Well, he's claiming like, that Florida State's ducking him. Well, they're playing right. this week. Yeah. There's, well, I mean that, that they need that they needed that game, you know, just mm-hmm. to boost their record. They need right. some kind of a vindication type of game. They wanted to beat the snot out of Florida State, and they would have, right? Yeah. How I mean, bad? I'm sorry. No, when was the last time Lawrence played a game? I mean, his Heisman hopes are like all but zipped. Gone. Right? Yeah, no. you're right. So right. That's the thing. Nobody has won the Heisman missing more than a game. Right. right. So the fact that Lawrence missed two has put himself completely out of contention. This technically, I, I would think at least, is Justin Fields' award to lose. Oh, right? uh, the Florida quarterback. Yeah, Trask is there. I, I think mm-hmm. he's there. He's hovering. And Alabama. Jones. Yeah. Jerry Jones' grandson. That's right. <laughs> My grandson. We should be probably taking more advantage. He's going to buy the Heisman. Right. Well, that's what I thought earlier in the year, that he already bought it. <laughs> right, right. And he right. thought to himself, look, it's not often I'm going to get one of my offspring in this situation. Mm-hmm. So, I told you we were good football players. Yeah. Not the band, the offspring. No, no, no. Had, Keep them had, separated. Yeah, but They had a couple uh, of hits, Harry. Now, has anybody gone to that conc- you know, that crazy conclusion that that's why Jarrah is refusing to pay Dak long-term because he wants to draft Matt Jones? Mac Jones? Wow. Are we going are we going that deep? Let's start it. Look, that's not, <laughs> not, it's not that crazy. It's not. This guy Jones is a maniac. He's capable of anything. I mean, they, they, seriously, I, I wouldn't put it past anything right now. I know. Dak has a – there's a convenient out there because of Dak's agent 
who is is just a pain in the rear to mm-hmm. deal with and has been a, a pain in Jones' neck for contracts prior. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I think. I mean, I can't believe Jake Asman hasn't come up with this uh, with this story yet. Well, he's too focused on the Jets that covered a football game. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That was one of my, my only winner on Sunday. Yeah. For the Jets. Sunday was not great, but it not great is 10 times better than what happened on Saturday. So, <laughs> and, uh, including, uh, you know, 35 and a half in game. You think you would be able to get something off that with can't? No, 42. Pardon me. It was mm. 41 and a half in game with Kansas State. You thought maybe two more drives, you could get a three points or maybe even a touchdown. Get on the board. Just Garrett's eyes are crossing board. right now with this. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. What do you want me to say? I, I'm, I'm, I thought we was going to just let that conversation just keep rolling and I was going to, you know, fade off in the wind with it, but no. <laughs> I, what, what, I mean, we just got totally disrespected, man. I, I was I was close to calling um, my alma mater, but I said no. That I haven't called him in a long time. Well, that's why it's a good week to pick up Colorado this week because right. Kansas State just embarrassed you. That's all, all right. right. Now, we have yet to see any major trade a la the one that was alluded to by Ben Simmons' sister. We are on the clock right now, constantly monitoring. We brought extra bodies in on the show today. Right. Just to monitor Twitter to see if, in fact, something breaks so we can bring it right to you. It would be a live bomb, not a woge bomb. Well, I mean, we, we have an authority right down in the city. Ron, what's going on down there? Well, Ron, in the Houston, yeah. To be fair, is anybody even right. talking about Ron? Is anybody even talking about James Harden being traded still? No. Yeah. <laughs> has James Harden put his house up for sale? No, no. Is James Harden now? I don't know if he has any children. Like LeBron was scouting schools. Has, right. Has James Harden been caught scouting a strip club somewhere in, in Philly? The, exactly, the Greater Delaware Valley. To our knowledge, no. Naturally. But there's no scouting no, here. No. Well, I, I'm assuming he's scouted everywhere already. Yeah, he probably he already has a, knows. He has I mean, a binder. He's not an idiot. The big telltale would be if you catch James Harden um, scouting maybe a new barber or beard trimmer in the Philly ah. area, then I think you might have me onto something. Right, right. You know, you got to lay all that stuff out before you get here. Can't just go to just any guy. That's one thing about you know with your hair, you just can't go to just anybody. Right. You have to have a specific guy that, that understands your needs, man. Got to. My but, guy, but, uh, Jerome Bettis. Right. Oh my goodness, his hair and his and his beard, bro. He had a barber. Right. Would come in every single Saturday or fly to wherever he's flying, wherever they are. Get out of uh, here. Yeah. Just to just to get his beard, you know, Beijing just the right way, his hair cut the right way. And he also used to have this lady send uh, two, um, what did, what they called um, red velvet cakes. Mm-hmm. Every single if we didn't have a red velvet cake on that Saturday, I mean, the team would just go crazy. Hmm. It was a, it was a tradition. Red velvet cake and his haircut. Had to have it. How about that, man? You'd fly, he'd fly the barber in. Yeah, yeah, no question. I mean, why not just get it done the night before you you fly out? Well, we're talking yeah, about no. well, well, guys with means. You want, yeah, yeah, you need it to be fresh. Every time you, there's a camera on you, it, it needs to look like you just walked out of the shop. Hmm. Exactly. You can't afford, so you never know. You might be walking from 
the facility to your car. You might be walking from the bus in like you might be just walking out real quick to grab something. Right. CVS. You, you never know. You can't afford to not look fresh or fresh to death, as they used to say. I don't know what the kids right. They don't about. say anymore, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, used to yeah. be that. That's what I'm saying. So, you remember Toot, Toot the Barber, right? Terrence. Sure, sure. Yep. Yeah, he was the Nike barber for the Combines mm. for a while. I think he still does it. And, you know, fly him out and he just he sets up shop. And anybody, and he's cut a bunch of dudes' hair that have come into the NFL that want a, a quick shake. Hey, you go out there for the Combine, you cameras on you, interview, whatever it may be. Got to look fresh. Uh oh, breaking news according to the. Uh... The stream. James no. Harden was spotted at Just Enough Lounge in King of Prussia. What? I, I don't think I don't think that's his uh, his level. I think that's way below his level. Yeah, I mean that's that's <laughs> not the the person you know that frequents that club that probably shouldn't be open. Mm-hmm. That's still above that level, right? <laughs> be careful of those fake Harden beards. They're out there. Yes, they are, especially in Philly. Yeah. No, Jake. That's oh. the thing. We don't know. People grow James Harden beards here every winter. Mm-hmm. Bro, that's 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 who Philly is. That I means you you have to have a beard in Philly. You have to. I mean, when I first got here, yeah. they had beards back then. All I saw when I first got to Philadelphia, I get off the plane. There was three things that were most prevalent when I got off the plane. People just park wherever the hell they want to park. I mean, they, right in the middle of the street, right, right there in Broadway, mm-hmm. right in the middle. They just park right there. Right. That was number one. Number two. Double park, too. Exactly. Yeah. Everybody here had Tim's on. I mean, everybody, even the girls had Tim's on. That's Timberlands, right? Yeah, Timberlands. Yeah. Right. You know, that's number two. And then every every black dude had a beard. Mm-hmm. That's what it was here. So I'm, this Uh-oh. is like a different. Aton, I say happening again. Yeah. No box. Maybe the no box, box. Is working for Barrett. No cord. No box. Oh. It's yeah. what's going on. You're worried about me interrupting you. The Ethernet cord in the box. That's what's interrupting. Oh, my goodness. We lost you for a second. That's all. We're just making fun of you. All right. Fake news coming up with Ron Culver. He's got three stories. One of them is fake. We're on a pretty good run, aren't we? Mm -hmm. I think every day. No, Harry's on a pretty good run. I've been 0-2 the last two times. Harry, you've been killing it. Hasn't been a good showing for me either, so. Don't think that it's just you, my friend, by any means. We'll hit that coming up next here on the middlephillyvoice.com slash the middle. Barrett Brooks, Harry Mays, Aton Shander, and Sports Map Radio. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill. For each and every client, that a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, while we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one, and they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation, and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, the, the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the Um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. All right. 
That's and yes, the 19th hole is way better than, and on a different level than the just enough. No, I mean, it, it can't compare just yeah. too much. How about this, Alfie? Everyone in Philly dresses like they're prepared to help someone move. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm telling you, it's, it's hilarious. I tell you what, man. <laughs> oh my goodness. I tell you what, man. Boomhauer. Yeah. Boomhauser. Oh, just enough. Oh, yeah. I didn't I, I didn't know what that was. Now you do. Yeah, I'm checking it out now. You're not missing much. No. I doubt they even have a website. They have an Instagram. They do? Yeah. I'm sure they have a Facebook. A lot of their clientele, I bet, is on Facebook. Hate to do it to you. They pull out yeah. all the stops. It says temporarily closed. Yeah. Really? Temporarily closed? Mm-hmm. You know, escorts are, are, I imagine, are still working. Strippers should be able to, right? <laughs> no? I would think so. You got to have a COVID card, I guess. It's not like there's a, oh, man, if you're an escort and you need, and that's your, and you haven't stacked, you know, you, have, you haven't stashed any nuts, then you're SOL, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Sixers be- are plus twenty five hundred to win the finals. No way. No team. Teams don't do that. Wow. Nobody goes from not playing in the finals to winning the championship. Oh yeah. You are listening. You are listening to the middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Uh, we asked 100 people the top five answers on the board. <laughs> oh, it's fake news with Ron Culver. He's got three stories. One of them is fake, and we'll try and determine which one that is. Take it away, good sir. All right, here we go. Having survived a Nazi assassination attempt, a horror plane crash, breast cancer, and most recently COVID-19, Despite all of that, Joy Andrews celebrated her 100th birthday on Sunday. Okay, now right away, this is my line of thinking, which is this would be like if this is a fake story, to bring this up would just be cruel. To create this would just Mm -hmm. be to come out of your own head with a fake story like this is, you know, you have to be a a certain type of a sociopath. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. Since you just you just coming off your your you know your your son's birthday, so you're feeling pretty good. For you to think of something like this, this has to be true. It has to. No, be. I think it's true. Maybe no it's good. Ron just thinking. All right, Thanksgiving week. These guys aren't on past Wednesday. Let's get in. Let's get out. <laughs> that's, a, that's a crazy story, though. The fact that she, she, assuming it's real, survived everything. All right. What story two? Story number two. Officers from the Utah Department of Public Safety's Aero Bureau. We're flying by helicopter counting bighorn sheep when they spotted a shiny silver metal monolith mm. sticking out of the ground. Mm. Okay. Got it. Any questions about that? Nope. Monolith? 
Yeah, what the hell is a monolith? <laughs> I don't know. Like, um, a, a hard structure. It's uh, a bad album by Kansas. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Yeah, it's true. Not Kansas State, though. No, no the band Kansas. <laughs> yes. No, definitely not. All right. That's story two. Now, what, what jumps out about that is as odd or strange? Or is um, it, I, do I keep trying to paint a picture of this segment that's not accurate? Well, I know this story. So I'm partial to this story. Well, that's where you have to step in and say, yeah. hey, I saw it. And I did. It and, and I did. And I, I know that this, I believe this to be true. This metal box, it's like a metal like object box was in the, like the middle of these two buttes in Utah. These nice, you know, buttes, mountains or whatever, whatever, like rock formations, whatever they call them. And they, they, they're trying to figure out if it was placed there by an artist you know, it's just, you know, one of these artists that puts stuff out in nature yeah, or abstract artist, whether yeah. it was left by aliens. Oh, do we need to bring on the ancient aliens guy? I think we do. I'm not saying it was aliens, <laughs> but it was aliens. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I'm saying this is true. Okay. Now, what's story three? Story number three, a former firefighter from the Taos Fire Department was demonstrating the dangers of deep frying a turkey oh, no. via TikTok when he ended up burning down his own house. That's Taos, New Mexico, right? Yes. That yeah. is so specific and so deliberate of a place that it makes me think that's true. Now mm -hmm. I'm born. Harry yeah. played the 50-50, which is really the 33-33-33 year, saying that story, I know it, it's true. So we have to take story two off the board. Right. I, I mean... Story one or story three, both see, both have a sense of, come on, come on. Yeah, yeah like, right. Have that sense of it, right? Yeah, I, I'm still going to, I'm going to say that story three, three yeah. is false. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Barrett? I'm going to go with story three also. Which, which again, this is such a believable story. And I know. We see it happen all the time. Where some I mean, idiot thinks this is the year that they're going to get it right and deep fry that turkey. Mm. No, well, seriously, because I, 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 the first time I did it, you know, it got pretty messy because you got to make sure you get all the water because you're using peanut oil. Mm -hmm. And once it gets hot enough, you got to put the turkey in there. Well, on the inside, there was still some water in there and wow. water, cold water with that heat. You know, it started bubbling over the uh, sides of my, um, my, 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 it, you know, I did it in the grass. I'm right. so glad I did it in the grass. But, you know, that, that happens a lot because it's hard mm -hmm. to monitor how hot it is. So, yeah, I, I'm going to go with, but, I don't think a firefighter is going to allow it to happen. So, but I'm those things can it. explode, though, right, Barrett? Yeah. They like do. they can be dangerous. Yeah. 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 I right. just think you just fry anything now. All right. Let's look at this. All right. All right, Ron. What's the uh, what's the fake one, Ron? The fake story of the week, because it is the week. Because you guys aren't here on Thursday. Well, here tomorrow. Well, yeah, but we're not doing a fake news tomorrow. Should we do one tomorrow? Just yeah, as like a, you. A th should we do a Thanksgiving edition? Maybe. <laughs> I'm Thanksgiving odd Thanksgiving stories. What do you think? Like a deep fried turkey. I would love that. I would love that. Yeah, me too. Or uh, a uh, you know a, a person who survived a Nazi assassination attempt. Yeah, there's no way you made Day. that up, right? 
There's no way I made that up. That actually is a true story. Uh, she's a, uh, her name is Joy Andrews. She just turned 100 and she lives over, in, I believe, in England. It's a mm-hmm. pain. She was born in 1920. Uh, she did survive a Nazi assassination attempt, although it wasn't during the war. It was during she went to go visit Germany and she happened to be there during the Nuremberg trials. Got it. Wow. And kind of confused her for being somebody else. Hmm. Okay. And she did survive a horror plane crash, breast cancer, and she was diagnosed with COVID 19 in May. Wow. So the firefighter story is false. You guys are all winners. Are there we sure? go. You sure Back you want to go double account. or nothing tomorrow, or do you just want to end the week on a high note? No, I'm feeling a little lucky. It can't be any worse than my picks over the weekend, so let's dive in. I say we do it. Now, let's put it to a vote here. I got three and oh. I'm three in a row, so I'm yeah, going to yeah. do it. What saved this segment truly was the fact that you already knew ahead of time that you second You already knew story. about aliens. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Because it's if, aliens. It's not an artist. Exactly. It is aliens. I'm just going with that. Okay. <laughs> I would have thought number two was fake. When an artist trek all that way, that thing looks heavy. Yeah. A monolith, Harry. Come on. Yeah. Those things, they come from Mars. You, I mean, you should see this. Thing. I mean, this thing is. It's, it's in Utah, high. right? Structure, yeah. The, the, I mean, this thing has got to be, what, at least eight, nine feet off the ground? Or mm-hmm. uh, tall? Right. And it's buried into the ground. So who knows how big it is? I can't imagine an artist bringing it all the way that way because hmm. it's in a remote area. So I'm going aliens. So it is aliens. This, that, that looks strange too, man. Yeah, that really looks. Strange. And That's there would have been saying. somebody that would have been, you know, proud and, and say, "Yeah, I did it." By now, mm-hmm. you think well, somebody would want to take credit? They yeah. might be. In yeah, somebody would have taken credit. That's why aliens. I'm telling you, that's why it's aliens. Either aliens or, don't uh, need to take credit. It fell out of the back of a plane. We're like the dumpster of the universe. Aliens, you know, throw stuff out the window when yeah. they're driving by this planet and it happens to land on this planet. Silver, <laughs> shiny monoliths and cockroaches. That's all we keep getting from aliens. We are the Crossbox Expressway. Like, we're something right off the, the school kill, the cross. Just, oh, you got a wrapper of a hostess cake? Throw it out the window. That's what this planet is. We're littered by aliens. I'm not saying it's aliens, <laughs> but it's aliens. Hey, look, see, you guys signed on for this. Hey, Black and Real, you guys all signed on for this. <laughs> Skinwalker Ranch. What's that? What, what is that? <laughs> now I got to Google it. Oh, yeah. Apparently, Gallagher's pissed off that he was rated as the 100th best stand up comedian of all time by Comedy Central. That's what pops up on a Google search? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, Skinwalker Ranch is a film. I thought it was like the rival of the Bunny Ranch. Hmm. I thought it was like the, the brothel across the street. You had the Bunny Ranch on the right and Skinwalker. Doesn't that Skinwalker Ranch, doesn't that sound... Like it's a, a yeah, it does. It, it, it's apparently a hotbed of paranormal activity, though. I'm telling in you, Utah. We should get that guy on. How hard is it to get the ancient aliens guy on? What the hell is he doing? No idea. Isn't he Greek? Like in Greece, some sort of historian in Greece. <laughs> well, I, what does Skinhead Walkers have to do? Well, Skinwalkers, you know, they're, they're in Indian folklore. For people that they're able to change 
shapeshifters. Yeah, shape. Yeah, the shapeshifters. Ah. Yeah, I'd love but. to be able to do that. <laughs> Honestly, that would be go anywhere. That would be yeah, but I, I I wouldn't really have to. Like I could shift into something else and be there. Be great. Uh, wow. so. You would get out of like the one thing you would have to do each month <laughs> how much are people actually asking you to do who me yeah they, they know ahead of time you're not going to do it <laughs> what do you so, mean like hey we need some function or some mm-hmm. you know, obligation well see now here's the deal i put it out there many years ago that i'm no longer working for free all right and it got around and i'm glad it got around because i'm not leaving this house to go do this and that and the third for this tv station whatever you're paying me or you ain't getting me that's fair and if people take that as being an, an arrogant dick so be it i don't know i'm sick of being i was sick of being used hey jeff parles is in the house there he is hey guys we'll be on that note we'll be back in 30 seconds how you doing buddy i'm good i'm good guys How, how's everyone doing well, We're trying to do outside of Harry blowing off steam. Aton and I didn't have good weekends. Let's don't worry. Hey, don't worry. Neither did I. This was, uh, of course, this is the one week I aligned with the public, and it was the weekend yep. that the public had the worst weekend it's had in like three years. So, <laughs> what are you gonna do? <laughs> All right, here we go. We're back in five. This is The Middle on the SportsMap Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Next card up was name something an alien might report that Earth has a lot of. See, it's like you can't even write this stuff. <laughs> Monolith. <laughs> it's not on here. People number one. 62 people of the hundreds said people. Then you have pollution trash number two. But again... A monolith to us is a tasty cake wrapper to a bunch of aliens. <laughs> eh, throw this thing. It's something that just fell out the back of the truck. That's what it is. And rolled off the side of the road. That's what our planet is now. Jeff, you see what you signed on to, man? Yeah. Yeah, Jeff Carlson's in the house. <laughs> you might want to reconsider this appearance, Jeff. I, I, you know, I, I would have guessed, in all honesty, uh, that, that, the, that uh, the people responding to that would have come up with something more creative than people. But, uh, well, oh, well, what are you going to do? People aren't creative these days anymore. I like your answer better, guys. Well, it does beg the question about they always say we asked 100 people, top four, top three answers. They always say we asked 100 people. Who are these 100 people? Because a lot of times the answers don't seem pretty bright, as you mentioned, and it kind of narrows us into a corner trying to answer. Now, that's Jeff Parles at Jeff Parles on Twitter, host of the Parlay cast, also with Book It HQ at Book It HQ. Book It Sports is the app. And. We're super excited because as you all out there can now download and interact on the Book It Sports app where you can download it in the Apple App Store and the Marketplace, Jeff and Book It Sports are going to join us each and every Wednesday at 1240 as we continue to try and bring awareness and talk about how great this app is, a new and fun, innovative way to talk about sports betting and brag about sports betting, but also, as Jeff will mention, there's content and other things available on the app. 
Yeah, we're we're really excited uh, to 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 uh, be joining you guys every week. I'm excited personally as well. Uh, the, the sh- your show is great. Uh, it's another great avenue for us to uh, to talk about sports, and of course, the app. Uh, look, it's uh, we're we're growing every single day. It is uh, like I called it uh, when I was on last time. It's like a hybrid of Instagram and Twitter put together for sports betting uh, folks, and it's only for sports betting. We don't have the, all the other minutia that's in. Uh, Twitter and Instagram that you have to deal with. So uh, that's a a great thing. You can post your videos. I posted a video yesterday kind of poking fun of myself for a terrible weekend that I had. And I know (laughs) I was not alone with that since uh, the public got absolutely smashed in the NFL. And uh, also we track our bets, which uh, again, the problem with that for me is my record looks horrible because (laughs) we started tracking for me. I started tracking last week and naturally the worst NFL day I've had in three years. So, uh, uh, but it's a uh, it's a great app. Definitely go check it out. And uh, look, we expect this to be the future of sp- social media and sports betting. Uh, is with us at Book It Sports. How much buzz would there have been on the app about that crazy Abilene Christian Virginia <laughs> finish? <laughs> I mean, seriously. So if that was a higher profile game, <laughs> if that was a higher profile game, that might be one that we all would have been watching to the end, even though it was a blowout. Uh, the I, I'll say this, uh, uh, SVP and, and Stanford Steve, just how they dis- dissected that finish was absolutely perfect because SVP's reaction to the double pass out of the end zone was the reaction that every person should have had. is like, what was going on on that play? <laughs> and then, of course, look, if you bet that game, I, I feel bad for you that if you had Abilene Christian, but it's kind of one of those where you kind of earned what you got by taking the points with Abilene Christian, who's one right. of the worst uh, – teams that's actually playing football this year at the D1 level. I know they're FCS, but again, that's one of those where if that was a higher profile game, I think our app would have absolutely been lighting up, especially when a double pass occurred. And then, of course, that the pick six on the end. And then to uh, find out that the, the coordinator just picked the wrong play. <laughs> Yes, should have, the, the double pass should have never happened, Harry. It was a, it was it was a clerical error that got right. us one of the most ridiculous finishes we're ever going to see. For <laughs> honest, and also too, thank goodness that pick six impacted the line because ninety nine percent of people would never have known that double pass out of the end zone ever happened if it mm-hmm. wasn't for the pick six nuking the uh, the line on the Abilene Christian side. Well, and that's the good thing about your app. You know, you're able to communicate, you know, with everybody during the game, during the time. And, and it really, you know, puts the, you know, the, the betting world and the reactionary um, right then and there, right on the app. Oh, 100 uh, percent. Uh, and, and it's also, too, the other good thing is we can you can just post about individual games too. every single game on there has a game feed. So you just click that game. You say hit the click to game feed button as uh, as uh, Eton's pulling it up right now. If you're watching on on the Philly Voice stream, you just click on that game, especially for uh for for Pittsburgh and Baltimore if they play it on Thursday. Right, uh, and you can go post everything you want into that game feed. It's almost basically like uh, it, there you go. You click that game feed button, and basically you post your plays, you post your thoughts on the game, and you can go from there. It's uh the whole little community for every single game uh, on the weekend, college football, NFL, yeah. uh, college hoops obviously starts tomorrow, right. amazingly enough. So that'll be on the app as well. Yeah, it's really cool to see the just merging of current concepts into this to create something that sports betting really doesn't have. And it's also 
lines and everything that's active around games, it's not just creating a different version of Twitter or a different version of Instagram or a different version of Facebook, whatever it may be, but it's, it's fully integrating the, the lines and the plays. And you also, as you mentioned, you have records. It, it's great. And there are a lot of people, and I'm looking on the app now, there are a lot of people you can follow on top of Jeff, of course. And there's content. There are people that are giving out their own picks, their own insight. It, it's really comprehensive across the board to where, yes, you can go on and brag, but you can also be informed and educated. Yes, 100%. And uh, we've done a really good job with our team. Uh, Olivia Moody, who is uh, – who, who has embraced the space so well. She basically now uh, basically tips to help people that are new to betting, which is uh, important uh, now. Obviously, we know, like we, know new, we know New Jersey just had the biggest handle month ever. We know Pennsylvania just had their biggest handle month ever. I mean, it's a billion dollars between those mm -hmm. two states in money bet in the month of October. It's only going to get bigger and bigger, and we uh, on the app – we're, we're there to teach. We're there to, to be a, a, a social media platform, but we're also there to help you along the way if you're new to sports betting as well. And like you said, Ethan, there are a lot of people on there that uh, that have really good records right now. Uh, again, we'll see if those hold up, but uh, uh, a lot a lot of folks on there with good records that you can just tell them. And if they're hot, you're winning. And if you're, right now, if you faded me, you'd make a nice little pretty penny. So, uh, <laughs> so if you're, it, 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 it's it's there for regard, whatever you want. If you got someone that you know is really bad at this, and you want to fade them, and you make money that way, great. If it's a smart, if it's a, a sharp better on there that you you want to tail and they're winning, go for it. It's uh, every, everything's on on the table at Book It, and it's what makes it great. Hey Jeff, is there something uh, you talk about information on Book It that can tell me why Seattle is only favored by five and a half Monday <laughs> night against the Philadelphia Eagles? So, so this, uh, so Harry, this uh, this opened three too. Mm, That's what? the wild part of it. Uh, on the look ahead, it was three, uh, and then immediately to five and a half. I would not be shocked if this gets above a touchdown, just because Seattle is a public team as it is anyway, with a mm -hmm. really good offense and a and a quarterback that everyone knows is at least in the top two of MVP running right now. And the Eagles are, I, I they're at a level where I did not think it was going to be possible, even for how bad they looked early in the year. I thought at some point they were going to turn it around. That turnaround's not coming. And that schedule <laughs> starting last week has just now brutal uh, the rest right. of the way. Uh, so again, I don't, I, I'm going to lay with Seattle. The only worry. And again, we talked about it in the open. Uh, the public had a horrible week last week. So the public is going smacked. to bombard Seattle this week. They're going to bombard right. them. That's why I think that number is going to end up uh, closer closer to seven uh, than go, going closer to four in the end. So, uh, But I look, I, I, I don't know how Philly's going to slow them down. I don't know how the Eagles are going to move the ball, even against a bad Seattle defense. It just Wentz is – is completely falling off a cliff. He's on the Mark Sanchez, Sanchez uh, trajectory oh, right now, don't. which is oh, which God. is not what you want right now. I have absolutely right here on and box bet. <laughs> what was that? He done? I have He's it putting in bets. No, I'm not. I already got him. I put it in earlier, five and a half. <laughs> Sorry, Barry. I was just letting the update on the line fly. Oh, well, that's what that means, and that's it. You know, because I'm a, I'm I'm not a better because I know because I, I I bet too much on. I would bet on his bets with his heart, and I'll bet with heart, and yeah. it, and it kills me every time. Like Kansas State's my my team, so I would say I wouldn't care what the 
what the you know what the line was or anything. I'm I'm betting them to win, and that's right. why I would. One and a half in game was the line, and all right. I needed was a field goal, a field goal. Yeah. I couldn't get that from the Kansas State squad. So yeah, I'm 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 good. So it, it, it you know it behooves me to be on your website just to learn a little bit on what not to do and what to do. Yeah, absolutely, and and again. Uh, we're, we're, we we have our network a podcast too. Uh, my podcast, the Parlay Cast, uh, played her way with Olivia Moody and Haley Hole. Uh, those are the two marquee podcasts that we have, and we we try our best to 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 to, to go to the uh, the casual better and just help them along the way, and and see if we can give them an angle or two to help them along. And also, Ethan, uh, bringing up that Kansas State game, I I was in a similar situation. Brian needed a touchdown late from K State. Mm-hmm. Took it uh, thirty-five and a half, and yep. uh, did not did not get home in that wow. uh, against yeah. Iowa State. Yeah, I, I, I apologize. I apologize for them. <laughs> well, it, Carson Wentz and his old coach let everybody down this past right. weekend. <laughs> Terrible. It it really is. All right, Jeff, give us a couple. Let's look real quick. And again, Jeff is going to join us every week, twelve forty Eastern time here on a Wednesday. Let's look at one big NFL, the, the NFL and the college play that you love the most heading in. If it's a Thursday, Friday, Sunday, whenever the hell the games are played, one NFL, one college, the ones you feel the most confident about. So uh, we'll, we'll just go with weekday games for now, Etan. Uh, uh, I, I like football team to win outright on Thursday against Dallas. I, I think Washington matches up really well with them. We saw that the first go around. I know the Cowboys were in complete shambles that first game, uh, but but de- uh, Washington's front seven, it doesn't quite get the respect that it deserves, that, especially that pass rush is really darn good. And I think they're going to be able to give Andy Dalton problems like they did that first time. We know Dallas's offensive line is banged up. And I think Dallas, the product of Dallas's win against Minnesota is that line flipped completely the wrong way. I thought maybe Dallas would be one. It was a whole field goal when I got it yesterday. So I took the whole three. I think Washington, though, winning outright. So I'll take that as my favorite play uh, in the NFL. And then in college football, I'm going to go to a game that a lot of people are going to be on in Notre Dame and North Carolina. That's a Friday afternoon game. North Carolina doesn't stop anyone. Mm-hmm. So uh, Notre Dame only laying four and a half at North Carolina. I like that. I, I don't. Notre Dame is going to score – uh, in the high 40s. The only issue with that is we know UNC's offense yeah. is good. So I would also look at that 66 and a half over as well. So uh, a Notre Dame minus four and a half, and that might even come down to four based off the way the juice is right now at some books. Uh, so be patient with that and see if you can get a four and over in that game at 66 and a half is what I'm looking at. Awesome stuff, Jeff. Thanks again. At Jeff Parles on Twitter. We'll chat. Enjoy your holiday. Enjoy your turkey. Don't put any ketchup on that turkey. That's right. Oh, no, no worries about that. No need for ketchup on the turkey. That means you have a bad turkey if you did that. No, but uh, thanks for having me. And uh, looking forward to being with you guys every Wednesday going forward. Great stuff, Jeff. Jeff from Book It Sports, of course, the app Book It. And you can download it right now on the Marketplace. We'll wrap the hour next here. It's the middle, phillyvoice.com slash the middle and sports map radio. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. 
while we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one. And they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, the, the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. All right, we're back in two here. I am by far the worst better ever. Yeah. The worst gambler ever created. No. No, I bet we could find a lot worse. <laughs> Seriously. And people that are active at it. Yeah, right. There's a lot of love for that Sam Howell quarterback at North Carolina. The media is all over him, man. I don't know why. I'd be more over the kid from BYU, to be honest. Yeah. yeah he's well, they, they, they always love uh, uh, Mac Brown, too. Yeah, Mac. Probably even that... wants a coach deal. Yeah, that seriously. dude is old, old. He's, just... <laughs> he's a nice guy. I used to talk to him. I used to run into him all the time. He, he did a lot of Temple games back when I was doing the games. Oh, did he? Is he yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Yeah, I did a game with him, and uh, I just did the Cotton Bowl with him. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. The old Texas Fairgrounds? Was, was it yeah. played there, or was it at Jarrow World? No, I was at the Texas play, uh, okay. Fairgrounds. You ever been there before? No, not to the fairgrounds. They fry everything. Is they that right? Fry, they, fry, they fry bull nuts. <laughs> they do. I heard, I heard the food is outstanding, though. I mean, you oh, can, it's, like, it's great. I don't know about the bull nuts, but it's, it's No, amazing. I don't know about that either. Yeah. But that would be cool to go to, like, the Red River Rivalry and go check out the fair. Yeah, I did that, too. I did the yeah. uh, Red River Rivalry, yeah. And, um... It's, it's amazing, man. They they fry every fried hot dogs. They fry mm. Mm. They fried cornbread. Um, On the Sports um, Map Radio everything. Network, presented by Rocket Mortgage, live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. So, just reading this from Jeff Zrebic, per sources, the Ravens have as many as four new positive tests for COVID nineteen. This was tweeted out six mm. weeks ago. I'll tell you, man. After learning of four others on Sunday night, all told since Sunday night, there's been at least 10 tests positive. Not all players, coaches, and support staff members included. And still, nothing about the game even being postponed. Wow. Nothing at all. What there's, time is that game? That's like 8 o'clock or something. Yeah, it's the night. Yeah, it's the night game. Thursday night. You know, now, when you're... Going for your second helping of uh, apple pie. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're done with the the second helping of the the you know the, the original dinner. 
the mm. dinner itself. But now you're going in for seconds on dessert. Mm. Now, a question for you. Yeah. We have not had, right? A We have not had a situation like Clemson in the NFL, correct? Where a quarterback or star player had to sit, mainly a quarterback, even mm-hmm. if it wasn't a star player, but like a starting caliber quarterback has had to sit out a game due to COVID-19. Have we had Cam, Cam Newton? Cam Newton, yeah. Right, Cam is the, is yeah. the one guy we've had. Now, to be fair to that situation, Cam is no longer the exciting, exhilarating player that would draw everybody to the TV, and that team that he's playing with is slop. Yeah. So that wasn't a huge, like Jared Stidham is definitely a drop in talent, but right. people weren't flocking to watch the Patriots in the first place. I'm going where, what if it's Lamar Jackson? What if Lamar is out? We already know that two players, two running backs are out. Gus Bradley's going to be running that bus now. Wow. Robert Griffin the third, Come on yeah, down. Yeah, RG3. Yeah. Well, that game. Now, now, are you still watching it, Harry? Oh, yeah, I'll watch it. Oh, really? That's not Yeah, because I'd love to see the Steelers beat them by 50. I think it would be closer. I think it would be closer than you think with RG3, man. He, he can still play a little bit now that he's learned how to be a, a quarterback as opposed to just being an athlete. So I see him, you know, being able to run that ship. But I'm hoping it's not. I'm hoping it's, it, it, that's not the case. I want to see a competitive game. Tomorrow, Wednesday, final day for us during the week here. It's the middle. Yeah, look at John. What happens if Trace McSorley has to play quarterback? Well, that's Uh, what I'm saying. Like, you're telling me that this game still, you're going to still sit down and watch the entire football game? Maybe not the entire football game. You know, maybe the Steelers have it well in hand at halftime and I can go to bed. (laughs) I'm going to watch it. But hey, guy, look, John Shelton said I was lost during that betting segment. You're absolutely right. I am not a better. Absolutely oh, I right. Had, I thought you asked good questions for somebody who <laughs> does not frequent the betting market. I thought you asked good. Look, there are a lot of people out there listening to the show that are not betters that don't bet. And when you look at Book at HQ or you look at just what is being done to kind of open this thing up for the person who might be straddling the line of a, a sports better or just a, a watcher. There are a lot of people that, that you speak for, I think. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Look at it like that. I, I'm, I'm out of that, man. You know, it's like, you know, what the plus plus one twenty five or, you know, all that stuff, man. I, I didn't know anything because I didn't, I never wanted to do right. it because I, I'd lose. I mean, I go to Atlantic city and I lose in gambling there too. So I just, I just never had interest to do it. I like my money. But I did get, I did get a uh, kidnap one time. It was uh, my rookie year, and I get a knock on my door, and it's, it's uh, Charlie Garner. Hey man, Pete out here waiting for you, man. I'm like, what are you talking about? Pete is out here waiting for me. He calls me, you know. Hey man, come on, man, let's go. I'm like, where are we going? I don't. What, what, what are you talking about, man? Just come on. So I put some clothes on and left out, and they drove me to uh, Atlantic City. Mm-hmm. So. I was the designated driver to go to Atlantic City. They knew I didn't bet. They knew I didn't gamble. So I'm up there with him and Kevin Turner. Mm-hmm. And they're betting, you know, betting. And they got a suite. So were they I playing blackjack or what are they doing? No, they were they were doing uh, craps, playing craps. And, I, I, you know, they for the most part playing craps. And uh, and and just about that's, yeah, that's it. So I go back up to the room. I, I had like, you know, 500 bucks. I lose my 500 bucks and I'm pissed off. So I go upstairs back up into the um, into the suite. 
around about 12 30 i mean about 11 30 12 o'clock comes around pete comes upstairs and he said back like man i just lost man i said how much you lose eighteen thousand dollars what wow yeah so he goes upstairs and he's sitting there with me so all of a sudden he looks at his, his watch said oh it's 12 o'clock i can get some more money out the atm he goes back and gets money uh, uh, a, a draw off his atm card mm-hmm. comes back and it's probably it's probably i wake up it's probably 10 30 in the morning and both of them guys they had, they came in a couple hours you know earlier and they said all right man let's go man so on our way out i asked hey man how much you win man KT said, man, I won 225 grand. What? Yeah. Then I asked Rodney, I said, Rodney, how much did you win? Man, I won 90 grand. So they both gave me 5,000 bucks. Hey, this is hush money. Don't tell our wife. Wow. And I drove them home, dropped them off, and had 10 grand. So I I, I made off with 9,500 that weekend. That's awesome. That's a great story. That's a nice story. That's the only great story I've told. No, no, no. No, I'm just saying, you, I mean, these guys, man, I'd have been taking them down there every weekend. Right. <laughs> hey, Charlie, you want to go to AC? Right. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Yeah, wow. Man, they, they used to get it in back in the day. And man. I told you, man, Richard Dent, man, I played with Richard Dent. Richard yeah. Dent never went anywhere without $3,000 in his pocket. Is that you right? You could be on the practice field, he'll have $3,000 in his shorts. That's walking around money. Just walking around money. That's what he I, called it too. I love that. He, he, you know, hey, I, I need my fold up money, man. I keep my fold up money here. Fold up money. <laughs> I don't see anything on Schefter's Twitter feed about this Ravens game being, you know, in doubt or anything. So no. hopefully, hopefully everything's good. Nothing at all. There isn't anything about it. There isn't anything about James Harden being traded. Nope. There isn't anything at all going on here. Live Alice. This all this whole thing was just smoke. Hmm. It was just one big smoke screen. See, there I go getting bamboozled into that. Well, that's the that. thing is, it, you know, this today was just looking at that one, not the show. I'm just saying today with that whole thing with the NBA, nothing is, I don't think anything's going to happen anymore. I think the big moves were going to be made and that's it. Right. They're all, there's they've no, already been made. Right. Yeah. There's no trade that's going to happen. There's no major move. There's no huge signing out there. That's left to happen. There's nothing. The Warriors might make a deal depending on how bad Clay Thompson is, and maybe they can move Wiseman, but I don't know. Probably not with the rules and all. So mm. it, it's – I don't understand what we're waiting on. Well, you know? well the Pelicans I, I, signed Steven Adams. That is a decent move for them. Mm-hmm. You get a veteran in there for a team that fell apart. In the bubble, I mean, they did, didn't have any interest in playing basketball. No, they didn't. But I, I don't know. I, I do not know at this point. So tomorrow is our last day during the week here. Right. And it's not the last time we get to talk about the Eagles. Because <laughs> we'll have a Monday to do that. That's right. So we have a bunch of things that will happen from Wednesday through Monday. We should think of something turkey themed, right? Let's let's think it's not some stupid question of the day. I'm just what? saying like, something turkey themed for tomorrow. Yeah, like something to talk about that's turkey themed. Hmm. Thanksgiving, the gifts that keep on giving. Yeah, it could be turkey, the country. Maybe we we bring up Ataturk. You know, something okay. Like, anything turkey related. 
Maybe we rank the all-time turkeys. Well, or, or the uh, Turkish basketball player Mount Rushmore. Ooh, that I <laughs> now like. Now would Enos Cantor make it onto that Mount Rushmore? Well, I, I'd have to see how many other people are there. Mm. I don't know how many other guys coming from that country you would rank higher. Play Action Real says, yeah, there he's right. The Rockets signed Boogie Cousins. Your thoughts on that? Rockets signed Cousins. Yeah. That's a good move. Yeah, I mean, if it's tough because, I, I mean, he definitely counters the pacing that they were running, but no D'Antoni, so they're probably trying to change some stuff around. Man, I just don't know how healthy he is. Yeah. Right. You know, the last three years he's been yeah. he's been hurt. All right. All right. We get out. And uh he joined on a Wednesday, a wacky Wednesday. With Colin Schmelling. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> that guy, man, it's hilarious. All right. So we're back on a Wednesday, final day for us before the weekend and college basketball. You know, we've got Villanova opens up against BC Wednesday. That's right. There we go. A couple of good there games. We go. yeah. yeah, We got some stuff going on. Some things happening here in the world now, of sports. Barrett, is your table done? No, not even close. Will it be done after once we get, come back on Monday? Absolutely. No. Yes, it will be done. <laughs> I got four days off. I'm doing it. Nope, I disagree. That sucker will not be done. I'm, I'm putting a bet right now on it as we speak. <laughs> Minus uh, 130. That's right. All right, for Barrett Brooks, Harry Mays, Aton Shader, we appreciate everybody out there listening, watching, phillyvoice.com slash the The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, while we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one, and they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, the, the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.